0: Jeez! Hello and welcome to the second Salacast, as we've uh, decided to call it, because it's probably a bit better than a uh, Pond de menton. Uh, I am Dan, your host, and uh, we have here in our
1: virtual studio uh, Rob. Hello. And uh, Zach Purgis. <laughs> He's still going with the one-word intro. Just—he doesn't need to say anything more. Just hello. I was kind of yes. hoping we
2: could go to like a barber shop thing there, you know. Like, <laughs> Hello 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 There would be four of us. Really.
1: Yeah. Probably. Oh, is really bad oh wait, timing. because it's a quartet, obviously. But well,
0: we could change that. We could make it a tritet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's not the right word. <laughs> <laughs> what would the word be? Uh du- is it duet and then uh quartet. So what's the what's the three piece?
3: Rob? You got
0: the I have no idea no, no. I'm trying
2: to think of another word for three, other than try and failing. Yeah, I don't think
0: I don't think that's gonna work. What does it keep going? Pentet. A sex tet. Sex tet. That's genuinely it, though, isn't it? For like for like six people. Six? Yeah. No. no exactly yeah, yeah. Right. Sex is sex six. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe yeah, you can't have odd numbers. Why uh. is it a hexagon, though? And not a sexagon? <laughs> <laughs> because that sounds retarded. <laughs> yeah, maybe they thought, no, we can't have a sexagon, that would be ridiculous. Let's call it a hexagon.
1: Hmm. I don't know. And shall what... Uh, turns this back around to some kind of topic, since we just uh, went straight into random shit. <laughs> well, <instantly. laughs> you know, this is the
0: Salacast, that is pretty much what happens. <laughs> right, okay, well, if you want to go straight into it, well, let's talk about games, shall we? Yes, clearly.
1: So, this week, I'm going to ask Zach first. Zach, what have you been playing? (laughs) I have been playing uh, mostly two games that I haven't played for quite a while, and then have suddenly come back to, naturally, as I occasionally do, where it's like the the cycle of playing stupid games. I've been playing Torchlight first. Okay. A goddamn ton of Torchlight again. Because I don't know why. It's like, I've already completed the stupid you know, its little miniature storyline thing. It's just like Yeah. I want stupidly named loot. There's no reason yeah. for it. It's just got better stats, but I want more <laughs> I shall grind and just like play these stupid same dungeons over and over for more stupid loot. So can...
0: But is the loot like really imaginatively imaginatively named and stuff? Is that uh, oh, what, what, what is it what is it that's cool about the loot?
1: Well, I mean, apart from obviously the stats, which is obviously what you want it for. But then it's yeah. like, if you you can get like sets of of loot, so it's like if you have all the pieces of the set, you get extra bonuses. So obviously that is it's like the random. there seems like quite a large amount of random that you can get. So the chance of actually getting all the parts to make up an entire set is so unlikely. It's oh, just I makes see. A ridiculous amount of grinding. <laughs> so do you get bonuses for having all of the same set? Yeah, some sets are only, like, three pieces, but then there's ones that are, like, seven pieces, so you have to get all, the, basically, all the different parts. I don't know what the maximum number would be, like, nine, probably, <laughs> if it had, like, all the pieces of armour and a weapon to go with it. Are they? The do you I'm have, like,
0: graphics for all of them? Like, uh, do they look cool? Because that is a big part of loot, isn't it, in, like, World of
1: Warcraft and stuff, is, like, Most just looking cool. Most of them don't actually have totally unique models for the... Right. For the even for the sets. There are a couple of things which are just clearly different. Like, um, my melee melee guy has a unique axe, but it's actually just a shovel. <laughs> it's kind of nice. It's a, it's a shovel with <laughs> awesome stats. That, cool, it's very yeah, awesome. unique. It, it, it's totally got way better stats than basically everything else I have. So, like, okay, Mr. Melee Man, you now wield a giant shovel, which counts as an axe. <laughs>
0: Is that like a bit like in in Bioshock how you can like heavily upgrade your wrench to the point where it's better than your machine gun?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I spend most of my time in Bioshock with the wrench.
0: Yeah, apparently that's one a valid tactic is to just uh, uh they've worked out like I, I saw a PC Gamer article about Bioshock and it was saying well these are the skills you want if you want to be ultimate wrench man basically and apparently it's one of the easiest ways to play the game because <laughs> you can but if you upgrade it enough you can take down a big daddy and like. Just a few hits or whatever.
3: Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really?
0: Seriously. If you
2: get uh, the right, I skills suppose I and didn't stuff. try that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. No. You'd have to be dedicated to that from the beginning, I suppose.
2: Well, like... you don't really upgrade your wrench like weapon upgrades. You sort of get the uh, plasmids and the skills for it. You see, you can't like upgrade the wrench. No, no. The machines, but the you see, skills
0: well. you can swing it so fast. By the time you upgrade the skills or something, that uh, uh, yeah. If you sp- want to,
2: you can combine. You can only like carry one of say. Wrench mastery level two or whatever. Right, forget what it's actually called. But you can only hold one of those. But you could combine it with level one and level three. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You can ridiculous wrench man. Although it would screw up the rest of your slots.
0: Yeah, yeah, it would screw up the rest of your slots. So you just become dedicated to being the uh, the wrench man. But it, it, in Torchlight, I mean, you're min-maxing all, these, all this loot and stuff, but, like, what's the... Now you've finished it, like, what are you using it on? I mean, what's the appeal, like, uh, because,
1: like, no, you know... I in, think I must, it, I must just have some kick, like, kind of crazy fucked up OCD or something, because it's just like, I want more of this stuff! I want to make my stats better! For no reason other than I can just keep going deeper and deeper into the Endless Dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is there an Endless Dungeon? Yeah. There's like, it's okay. like, it starts at like high levels. So it's like, if you, when you finish the normal dungeon, you're at the right level to go into level one of the endless dungeon. And then you just keep going into that. And obviously, there's Steam achievements, which gives you another reason to keep on playing at it.
0: That reminds me of that really deep well in, uh, Paper Mario 2 The Thousand Year Door. <laughs> yeah, the hundred levels of Doom. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, crisis
1: goes on forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And it just got harder and harder. That well, was wasn't really Wasn't there one
2: cool, of those right? in Zelda as well? Like, yeah, there's one
0: yeah,
1: in Twilight Princess. Fight oh, is there? And the, and the trouble with the Twilight Princess one was where 'cause because you had to keep changing between normal and wolf, and it's like, there's a whole sequence, and then you had to go into scent mode, and then you had to fight the enemies. And <laughs> it was like, oh, this is so annoying. It's not actually that awesome.
0: <laughs> right, but they're trying to keep variety to the fact that you were just grinding, essentially, but it didn't quite work.
1: Yeah, something like that. And uh, it, it, it was like quite a lot of the floors were very similar. Where it's like, here's some bats, and then on the next floor, here's some bats, and one other enemy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they were fairly different in the Paper Mario one, weren't they?
0: I mean. Well, sort of. No, sort of, yeah, not really. I mean, you did get kind of
1: you you get get like, a get like, of bats or something. You get like the like colour palette swapped enemies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where it's
2: like, this is the harder version. That's always Kinda so reminds cheap, me of... I suppose they ran out of enemies to use in the Mario universe. It's like, what can we have? Well, we've got Gumbas. let's yeah. give them hats, <laughs> and now let's make them red. Yeah.
0: I guess, given it's Paper Mario as well, they only had to really have, like, Sprite or something. They didn't have a 3D model for each of them. They just pasted it onto a 3D piece of paper.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: That could Pretty flip nice. over and stuff. That was really cool. Yeah, um, but back to Torchlight. So, um, cause I, I, so it has an endless dungeon, obviously not actually. It, it just reminds me of those, but obviously this is a, this is a, like an RPG dungeon, or Diablo style, isn't it? Torchlight. Well, yeah, pretty much.
1: When it's, yeah. I mean, it should theoretically be a totally endless dungeon. I'm not aware of it being actually, you know, having an end. There's an achievement for like, get to level 100 on it. Is that what you're trying uh, to do? Well, not really necessarily trying, but I'll probably ha- that'll probably just happen. <laughs> so, not really was aiming for it. You say you have this, like, OCD
0: thing of, like, trying to get the best loot and stuff, but, like, that's what a lot of RPGs are aiming for, to bring out in people, and not all of them... T- I mean, you don't get that feeling in every that kind of
1: game you play, do you? So there must be something special, that the
0: Torchlight must be doing I know, I something right. I wouldn't
1: necessarily say that, because, it's like, if you look at EVE, again, yeah. for example... I have like just a massive collection of loot from from ships, so yeah. it's like all the. It's like you get like the normal modules, and then you get named versions of those modules that are very slightly better. And it's like so I've got a massive collection of all the named versions of every type of module because it's like one day I might be able to use these on the ship, even though I probably just use tech two stuff, which is better anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I've got just so got a massive collection of random loot that has that's all named
0: stuff in case. Is that? Is that like where you keep one of everything? Like, you do that in games, and I'm doing it in TF2, rather than crafting it, you know, you, even if well, you yeah. never I use it. I mean, that. obviously in
1: TF2, you do it because, you know, you want those available in case you ever want to use them.
0: And you probably never ever will, but because you've decided <laughs> already that you don't like that weapon, but
1: you're keeping yeah, it you anyway. you <laughs> yourself for whatever weapons you're good at. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. I don't know. But the other uh, problem with Torchlight's ridiculous loot is you get, like, gems that you can put into armor slots or whatever to upgrade them. And yeah. sort of in a similar way of Team Fortress where you need like you need like ninety one individual weapons to turn into scrap metals, you can combine it all to get a singular hat. It like it has the same kind of thing where you start off okay. with like shitty gems and then if you have two of the same shitty gem you can combine together to get a slightly better gem. Except it's a ridiculous amount of them. There's okay. like there's like 12 levels of gem quality. So to make a make a perfect ultimate gem, you need like you need to collect like 256 shitty gems or something ridiculous like that. So it's like Jesus Christ. I could That's really weird cuz like t- combining these things into each other forever until I get yeah. an awesome one.
0: <laughs> cuz that makes perfect sense in game world, but in reality it makes absolutely no sense cuz you can't combine gems to make better gems, can you? I mean you just need to find the perfect diamond, don't you? There's no, yeah. no, you can't tech up with gems, can you? <laughs> I suppose you could cut yeah. them
2: in fancier shapes.
0: Yeah, but they have to be like perfect to start off with, don't they? For, before the cutting, that's the key, isn't it? True um, yeah. to it. So it's the size of yeah. them, isn't it? They don't yeah. have any
1: like deformities in the structure that you can cut them better. Yeah, that's exactly.
0: That's really weird when you look in the window of a... Other jewelers and stuff, and you see like one which has about 50 little diamonds or something, and then you see one with a, one big diamond, and the, the one with the one big diamond is just so much more expensive, even though, you know, even though by mass they, it's like the yeah. same <laughs> Well, yeah, by mass it's the same amount, and it's also just as sparkly, really, isn't it? And it's like, but you'd think that it wouldn't really matter, but like, so is cubic zirconium.
1: Really <laughs> Everyone like, loves cubic zirconium. What's that? Is that like the fake one? Or... That, the fake diamond. Oh, yeah. Because it has a, has a cubic structure, so it has the same. Oh, right. It has that, stu- what, that stupid word that they use for the gem sheen or whatever the fuck. It's got some oh. luster or some crap. Oh, yeah, it is it's luster. It's got one really retarded, stupid name for light shining through a gem. Which I yeah, guess they yeah. needed a word for because they couldn't call it light shining through a gem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they needed some
2: technical words, yeah. SFG! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I wonder... <laughs> F- F- just realized, F- <laughs> I just realised... What? I just... the that fruit over there? <laughs> Shining
1: fruit gem. <laughs> Shining fruit. Fruit. Fruit, fruit. gem.
2: <laughs> That's genius. I
0: wonder if it has, like, a basis in, like, SI units, like, lumens per candela per square... Millimeter
1: or something through, yeah, probably. I, mean, I don't know. horrible, or maybe some it doesn't. Maybe it's some. Maybe it's one of those stupid unscientific scales. Like, yeah, probably. Like, most it's like scale, from I guess. Less or like, like, to more. Scale or... of hardness because that's so incredibly specific.
0: Oh yeah, where you have that hardness test where like the the thing round yeah, the, the thing that's very descriptive the common, isn't it? a <laughs> <laughs> thing Ram... It's like a a point. That isn't thing it, what It's a it's. It, it's a four-sided pyramid point, isn't it? And it like you have a certain force in kilograms uh, that rams down into a into the material, and then how far it dents in is like a scale of hardness or something, yeah, it? something like that. And and the, we and tried we that on Ross Kemp. Kemp.
3: There
0: was... Yeah, like with Ross Kemp. <laughs> yeah, just, just said, <laughs> Kemp like... the pyramid <laughs> Yeah, and <in> the, <laughs> quite the dome of his <laughs> head.
1: <laughs> You'd see how dense it gets from different, <laughs> but then the, the old way they used to do like the stupid scale of mineral hardness was because it was completely un, it was completely non-defined. Where it was like the only way you could determine how hard a mineral is is by rubbing it against another mineral, and it's like okay, this one's harder than this one, <laughs> so it's yeah. here in the scale.
0: Yeah, I guess you'd have to just sort of assume that diamond was the hardest, which makes sense. Cause, yeah, you know, because it is, but yeah, <laughs> chemically it is. Yeah. Hmm, so we've got quite far away from loot there. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, diamonds are still loot, I guess. Yeah, they're
0: still loot. Yeah, you can have diamond encrusted things to make it even. even the bad lootier. thing is about
2: that is that you, you know, somewhere in the world, someone will have got a wedding wing and gone wing a wedding wing, <laughs> a wedding wing, and uh, flown away in in a glistening shower. No, it's a uh, they would have um a wedding. No! (laughs) (laughs) A wedding wedding. ring! I
0: think I know where he's going. Wedding
2: ring, yeah, and they've gone score epic loot. There we go, that was a really long build up. (laughs) That was, yeah, that was the epic fail joke coming. Yeah, that wasn't supposed to be a joke, but you know what I mean? It was a a, uh, social commentary on the (laughs) win.
1: Well, you know, someone (laughs) somewhere will be holding something above their head and going.
0: Yeah, well, to be think, to be honest, like they don't really realize it in like the hip hop culture in you know in like urban America, but they're what, pretty bling? much yeah, bling is pretty much loot, isn't it? Like, isn't it? Like, it's the more you have, well, the better. it's like if you kill a gangster, they drop a <laughs> hell of loot. yeah, they do, <laughs> <laughs> they do, and if you're not careful, then other people in your posse will ninja the loot. Where's well, <laughs> my fucking
2: <skulls. laughs> So you have to make sure you get the watch or whatever when they. Uh, no, it's, it's all drop about them. the jewel encrusted skull. That's <laughs> true. Can I get my oh, skull. <laughs> skull?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that that skull is real, isn't it? It's like a Damien
1: Hirst. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, did that come first or did that come after the game? I'm fairly I think sure it, was, ca- it was. It was fairly modern, as a
2: No, art, it is modern. I think, yeah, I guess. It'd be nice to it think is... that Fifty Cent inspired modern <laughs> art, but. <laughs>
0: No, I don't think so. I think that 50 Cent saw this skull or whatever in the paper and was like, dude, you've got to
2: put... I love this thing. <laughs> I need to get that skull. I need but to you put it hanging from the uh, mirror in my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: Like, got to get my skull.
0: I still haven't played that game. I was thinking of renting it just because it sounds so hilarious. This is a 50 yeah. Cent blood on the sand for those of you who don't know. It's like... It's Supposedly, quite an average sort of Gears of War style shooter, starring Fifty Cent, which is okay to play, but it's just absolutely ridiculous because of the the uh, you know the setup and the pretense and the story and just. Where's my cent. fucking skull? Yeah, exactly. He's he's like <coughs> he's like in Egypt or something, and he does a gig or something.
2: Uh, Wearing in exchange full combat for the, gear and grenades.
0: Yeah, yeah, with the machine guns and stuff. But maybe that's how the G Unit roll, anyway. I don't know. For all I know, that is, but well, um, they are loaded. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how they can afford all that stuff if all they've got is fifty cent, but
3: um
1: Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, we Sorry. are the worst audience ever. It's terrible <laughs> groan at the bad rates. No no, it was terrible. Anyway. Uh yeah,
0: and then the the skull is like the price for um this diamond entrusted skull, which you may know as the Damien Hurst thing. Uh, is the prize for the uh, doing the gig but then the person organising the gig runs off with it and so they have to fight a pitch battle against militias and helicopters just to get that freaking skull back. And that's Maybe. the whole premise of the whole game. <laughs> <coughs> really and we we you apparently you have to do giant, big jumps off big ramps which aren't actually that big compared to the one in Borderlands. <laughs> hella <of> air. <laughs> yeah, hella air. I don't know. So, shall we talk about games we've actually played? What, what What's the other yeah, so game like you've been move playing? Back to like other, yeah, yeah heading
1: after. The, oh, wait! Did you want to ask your actual question about Torchlight after we failed to say it on air?
0: Well, I was just wondering what it was that made Torchlight special in terms of like the loot, because like in an MMO, like uh, I can understand it because like you're kind of showing off to everyone around you, depending on how much loot you've got, and it's going to make a difference to how you interact with. Chicka chicka yeah. Uh, then like if it. You beat the final boss, which you've already done, then what is yeah. the point in collecting really cool loot? I mean
1: there must yeah, be something I, that's making you do it. I honestly don't know. It's just like I want to see I want to see what all the different loot is and I want to make my guy awesome so I can I don't know, grind to get more loot. It's it's it's, it's totally it's like I guess it's the same reason that I play Eve and then you guys don't like Eve. I just like grinding things for no reason. I don't know why that is. It's really strange. I didn't say I didn't <laughs> careful, like <Eve>. careful. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um,
0: but you like Evo for
1: other MMOs, don't you? Well, I mean, I haven't really played other ones. Apart from Guild Wars, yeah. I guess. But that barely counts. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. even in... I guess in Guild Wars, I had a fair old where it was like, I need more storage space to store all this crap that I'm acquiring in case I might need it one day. I just have that. That must just be what I do. Hoarding.
0: Hoarding instinct, yeah. It's It's weird that you don't, like... You don't do that too much in real life though. You don't have like a massive collection of magic cards or people collect things, don't they? You know. I mean that's yeah, kind but that of the involves instinct.
2: actively going out and finding them, which is much easier on a game than it is in real life. <laughs> that yeah, is that's true, true? That is true.
1: And and in a game generally the only things mm. you see and find are things that you want. Whereas in real life you actually have a much you know, there's a significant larger number of objects you can Cat not one. Not one. <laughs> <laughs> that is true,
0: that is true. That's why it's people like, choose a specific subject like, I don't know, pogs or bottle
1: caps or something, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, to, to collect. Pogs. or something.
0: Yeah. Do you remember pogs? That, they that, was, oh, check out my weapon. shiny
1: slammer. <laughs> oh, man. So many shiny slammers.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> the shredders. Do you, do
2: you remember the shredders? Yeah, oh, yeah I do. Yeah.
0: For destroying the pogs. That
2: was
3: a yeah.
0: Right, uh, that's. I mean, they were genius, though, those people that came up with uh, those POGs things, because they were just bottle caps, weren't they, originally, somewhere in Hawaii or something. Pieces of cardboard. And, like, right. yeah, yeah, collectible pieces of cardboard. I mean, that's genius. That's a, You don't even have to put as much work in as you do with, like, the games, you know. They some really are. Some have some
2: awesome designs on them for the time.
0: Yeah, that's true, but, I mean, they weren't just pieces but yes, of cardboard. Basi- yeah,
2: basically, they are just pieces of cardboard with design printed on them in their millions.
0: It's like those, you could get those, couldn't you, uh, in crisps
2: and stuff, you got like tazos, sticker things and tazos. yeah, and you had to make a collection. <laughs> oh man, tazos they're so dangerous if you throw them across a the room. Really? <laughs> we, uh, um, yeah, uh, there was a, a period speaking of Speaking from where, experience well, here. Yeah, speaking from experience, um, at, a, at a place of work um, where we would uh, throw tazos across the room... Um, not at people because we knew how much it did but you could see noticeable damage marks in the walls from where they <laughs> did <laughs> wow okay freaking lethal well if you think about it they are bits of cardboard but the, no Tazos were sort of made of that weird plastic stuff yeah they know. were and then yeah. they had little notches in them which just tear the shit out yeah
0: they did were the notches for like plugging them into the you could yeah, like, yeah, oh you yeah can that's right them. yeah
3: <laughs> Yeah. It was like, there was almost nothing you rods. could build yeah that was, lame. <laughs> that was weird. Goodness. So
0: what else have you been playing, Zach? You said you'd played another random game. Yes, I've for some reason
1: gone back to um the ancient XCOM UFO defence for shooting aliens with guns. Which one was you know? that? That's the that's first the, one, isn't it? That's the um the stupid uh like turn based strategy your blokes yeah. walk around and shoot at an aliens. But which which one in the series is that? It's the first It's because Apocalypse is like the second, where they made the graphics better. This is the ancient. No, it's the third. Hella, hella stupid. Apocalypse is the third, I think. Oh It was Enemy Unknown, and then the Deep. Terror from the Deep is is the sequel. Yeah, yeah, but that's just that's not even really a sequel. That was almost an expansion pack. It was like exactly the same game, only with different enemies and graphics.
0: (laughs) So, is that what you are playing? The classic Enemy Unknown. Yeah, I played the the
1: ancient, the ancient, not Terror from the Deep, but the uh, the original. Okay. Non- People love those underwater. games. You have I mean, to tell me it, it, it about kind that. kind of
2: misses these, because I, I, I remember back in the days of Windows 95 and you know, 3D was just woo kind of um, deal going on. I remember playing this, these sort of... They tried to bring that style of game into the uh, modern age, so you'd have these 3D shoots where you could move anywhere. They weren't grid-based, but then depending on where you moved, you had the ability... you know, you'd, Certain effects would apply, like, oh, you're in cover. Oh, it's going to take a certain amount of action points to shoot this dude. And strangely, I found them... Massively compelling, and they just don't this, exist then? anymore. I can't remember what it was called. It was the really irritating thing? It had, it had Alien in the title, but it was that narrows it down a bit. Um, but it was, yeah, I just can't remember what it was. But it was awesome. It's like, do you remember seeing the um, um the 3D Mark demos? I think it's 3D Mark 06, something like that. Where they had that dude in a suit going around. Um, yeah, the giant. These guys load. land, and then this massive guy with a minigun just yeah, lands yeah, everything yeah. for him. It sort of had that aesthetic, but not as awesome, obviously. And, okay. Uh, it was pretty damn sweet, and I sort of a bit of me wants to see one of those done.
0: Yeah, uh, well, it's obviously inspired by by
1: XCOM, presumably.
0: Yeah, so, yeah.
2: exactly. Is I that mean, that it, it,
1: I want um, to hear about the original this ancient, ancient original style thing. Is still so totally awesome, right? It's just like yeah. you know, all the buildings and like you can shoot out walls and stuff to make convenient entry points and all this kind of awesome sort of actual physical interaction with the level. And w- even weird things where it's like, if you're crouching behind certain sort of walls and obstacles, you can see through gaps in them. Like, there's these, like, at the edges of fields like farm fields you get like two two slatted fences if you're standing upright normally you can't see past them because for some reason your eye level is like equal to the top of the fence but if you
2: crouch down you can see through the gap between the two slats which <laughs> is actually really awkward <laughs> that's really funny and cool so does that mean like you have to effect? duck walk around when you're next to fences
1: yeah it's really annoying because you're like you're walking towards a field and you don't think anything's there and then suddenly you get shot it's like oh yeah, next guy you crouch and then you can see the guy <laughs> oh depends on like your orientation to like and the distance from the friends to like what you can see through the gap and like what shots you can take and obviously because of the whole way the shots are actual trajectory you can pull off ridiculous shots like you shoot through a window on the side of the building and then out the window on the opposite side of the building to shoot something across
2: the street which naturally is totally awesome when you pull it off see it's that kind of thing that a 3D remake would look awesome because you could have a nice sweeping camera angle of it going <laughs> yeah you, <laughs> you could do like <sighs> ultra kill. kind of your previous shots
0: <sighs> that would be great shot that's the kind of combat they needed in um, uh, like Knights of the Old Republic sort of really wasn't it because that would try to do like a sort of turn
1: based real time full. It just ended up being a bit of a match yeah. didn't it really it wasn't very like good attack yeah. Buzz,
2: yeah. I mean then, it was fine
1: again, it's like x is severely turn-based. Yeah. But then again, I mean, because it's like if you leave your guys with enough time units at the end of the turn, you can have reaction shots when, like, if the enemy moves into your view, you can return fire if your guys have good reactions. That kind of thing. But it is literally just, like, straight-up turn-based. Yeah. But, I mean, there's not enough turn-based stuff (laughs) in you know? Well, No. It's gone out of fashion, obviously. <laughs> yeah,
0: but, I mean, it sort of went out of fashion in it's 1995, It's like health bars and it? shooters, <laughs> isn't it?
2: They've just gone.
1: Yeah,
0: we talked about that last time, weren't we? The health bar thing.
2: Yeah.
0: I still think that... I, like I don't think the... That um, was not right, definitely. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Is it gone yeah. now? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I still think that the health bar thing... Uh, um, they 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 say that they you were saying oh everyone's going for realism or whatever, but I don't think the kind of hidden shield Halo shields thing that they go for in Call of Duty or anything is necessarily any more realistic than, than the a, old than number.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: It, I in fact it's just as much a conceit, really, isn't it? Um,
2: for Probably more so because. Yeah, you know, it's exactly. Like, it's like ah, oh, I've been shot. It's fine. I heal over in, in in like a second. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> look 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 at that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Halo
0: 1 had a kind of sci-fi explanation for it, and also had a, a number health
1: underneath the shield.
2: Yeah. Uh, in fact, they've redone that in ODST. They, I have they. They've brought that idea back, and it actually worked really well.
1: Well, oh. apart from in ODST, like, it seems like the shields are incredibly tiny compared to the yeah, yeah, health Yeah, that's the point, though. You're not
2: Master Chief, so <laughs> well, you're yeah, really Well, yeah, that is the reason. And we're kind yeah. of encroaching on what I've been playing this week now.
1: Yeah. Shall <laughs> okay. I just quickly finish up my final thoughts of XCOM? Yeah, I want to hear about <laughs> XCOM. Go on. Um, basically, the reason I've been playing it again is because I'm still yet to actually finish it. God damn. <laughs> it's a game. I've played it several times before, but I never get to the end. Are you playing it on um, DOSBox or something? Uh No, it's got like a Windows patch that actually makes it work. It's oh, okay. uh, some weird... It had some weird, um it had that classic glitch where all the colours went fucked up, but then some someone just wrote a patch for it, so it basically works in Windows, which is pretty nice. It crashes occasionally, but that's okay. Where'd you get uh, it from, then? I honestly can't remember. I've had it for okay. so long, and I've played it like, I've started new games on it several times, and then got like to a significant way through, and then just sort of given up, and then be like, oh, I should play that again. But I don't really want to go back to one of my saves, so it's like, start over. One of these days, I'm going to finish it. I think I'm getting significantly closer than I have before. The trouble is, it just turns into quite a grind, because at the start, it's like, you you, you you're like a UFO comes down and you intercept it and then you go to the landing site and then you land and then you shoot at the aliens and you get all the crap and then you do research and then you build all your things but then by the time you're getting towards the sort of end part of the game you've done all the research you've done all the manufacturing you need to do and just actually going to alien intercepts and fighting the aliens is actually really kind of tedious because it's just like oh got to go and kill all these guys again oh okay like the same shooting that I've been doing and it's like I think I'm up to like because it numbers the UFOs as they turn up and i think i'm heading towards like ufo 200 so it's like i've done this like 150 times already jesus <laughs> so it needs a better sort of end game situation yeah i mean cuz the trum- the the only reason that i'm not just going straight to the end is cuz um, uh, you get the ability to, like, psychically train your troops. to like, yeah, yeah. So they get resistance to alien mind control and you yeah. can, like, turn it around and use mind control yourself. But the trouble is, that takes an entire in-game month and the months take fucking forever and you can have, like, in a month you could easily have, like, 50 or 60 alien UFOs come down. Right. So, like, what am I going to do? Am I just going to ignore all these UFOs? I mean, you have to shoot them down because otherwise your score goes down. But right. then it's like, am I just going to ignore all these valuable resources lying around? Well, at this point I probably should. <laughs> so, I yeah, mean, how bad is sort of. <laughs> yeah, it's like, can't leave that shit there. That could be awesome. Only, so can... uh, only I know exactly what's going to be there. Dude, so can you get by without
0: guns. the the psychic like, uh, you know, defence? Can you get by uh, without it then?
1: Well, for most things as you can, sort of in the mid-game, well, mid-towards the end, but probably not for the last mission, because the last mission you're going into, like, a big alien base that will definitely have a whole shit-ton of psychically-trained aliens who will probably just really badly fuck you up if you send in weak guys on the side side. Like, I need to actually train my troops up for this final battle, but that takes a whole month before it shows any progress on the side-training because the right. psychic training only is assigned at the end of the month.
0: So, so are you doesn't... saying that it'd be a better game if they tweaked it so that you could learn the psychic defense a bit quicker?
1: Well, I mean, the idea of... Because, I mean, the psychic thing is ridiculously powerful once it's trained, especially right. against, like, the psychically weak aliens, lesser against the psychically powerful ones. But, so it needs, I mean, like,
0: stages of,
1: of psychic ability. I mean, it's fine to have it be... I wouldn't mind so much if it was, like, a month the first time, and then from then on it was continuous. Like, if it took a month to figure out their psychic potential, and then it gave them the number, and then from then on the bar would just increase gradually, that would probably be much more useful.
2: Training on the job. Rather than
1: having to do it in big chunks.
2: Get a modern (laughs) apprenticeship in psychic defense. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that something along those lines. It maybe it so should have been one of those things where it's sort of like as you get more fucked up by aliens, the better you get at resisting it.
1: Well that is kind of what happens, like, on some of the other stats. Like, if you're if you're carrying a big heavy gun you get more strength. If you get shot a lot, you get more health. If you run around a lot, you get more time units. That sort of thing. So your stats can improve on your guys gradually over time, depending on what they're doing. And theoretically, the psychic stats could improve if you keep using sight attacks, but that is, relatively speaking, very slow compared to the monthly big chunk that it does. Hmm. Interesting. So one day, one day I will finish this. I've got, I've got, I mean, it is literally I've got to the point where it's like, there's no more research I can do. I've got every possible weapon that I can have. I've got a goddamn shit ton of money, and all bases all over the world to protect everywhere. And it's just like, Now I just have to wait a couple of months so I can fortify myself for the final battle. Right. So maybe, maybe, maybe this time I will actually finish it. I'm closer than I've ever been. (laughs) That's the kind kind of of situation you get in with a lot of
0: like RPGs, whereby you've done everything, but you need to uh, grind for the final boss, and it's kind of a bit of a chore. Like, yeah. Well, I don't know. know. I I get the other
2: thing, and like, yeah, Final Fantasies, and that. I'm still, you know, I play them to a point and then I don't continue with the main story because I'm just like, well, I know there's some stuff <laughs> I haven't quests. done yet. Yeah, and it's like, it, it, FF8's a bad example because the side quests are actually relatively interesting and rewarding. And right. you just sort of sit there going, oh, but I don't want to carry on with the story. I'm loving the story, but there's so much else to do and I don't want to leave it behind. Oh, FF7 was
1: yeah, but... just the worst when I did that, where it's like, Oh god, I could go to the crater right now and just do the final fight, fight, but there's still shit that I want to do. And unfortunately, because this is FF seven, we're talking about, the suit is su- stupidly obscure and involves all kinds of weird things that you never would have guessed, and takes fucking forever. <laughs> yeah,
3: think about it. I don't all think all I don't the think final limit
1: breaks in F seven that takes bloody forever because you have to in order to get in order to get the higher level limit rates on each character. You have to use the lower level limit rates, and in order to use the lower level r- limit rates, they have to take damage, so it's really yeah. an exercise of finding an enemy that damages you a lot, and they're just standing there <laughs> standing there and taking it and then using the limit rates
2: over and over and over to level them up, which is really oh, is that how ever. the limit system works. I thought it was just
1: yeah, that's why it's like some like when you'd get the occasional limit level up in five you you'd be like, "Oh, that's totally out of the blue and weird." But, yeah, that was the actual system it worked on.
0: I thought that was the whole point
1: of limit breaks, was that you got sort of angry because you were getting hurt. Well, yeah, that's how they worked. But then, it, you know, it wasn't made clear that in order to unlock the higher-level limit breaks, you had to use the lower-level oh. lower level ones a certain amount. I see. Hmm, interesting.
0: Wasn't
3: Which there, like, was a massive wise...
1: enemy, like, Final Weapon or something that was like, really hardcore? <laughs> yeah, but... that was the other stupid things about Final Fantasy VII, obviously, was the literally ridiculous side quests where it's like go underwater and fight this boss, only you can only survive 20 minutes underwater because that's your air supply or some shit. (laughs) Utterly destroys you in one hit every time. You have to use some ridiculous combination of material that just like insta-counters it and then creates an endless chain of infinite attack or something to just destroy it in one turn. (laughs) Which literally takes 20 minutes. Cool. It was like, you're never going to figure this out unless, you know, you know, you go and read a guide, because someone, one singular person in the entire world has worked out, it out distributed <laughs> the information. <laughs>
3: okay,
2: genius. On a different, well, not different, but sort of similar note, we were talking at work um, this week about whether or not, not so much whether or not we'd like there to be an FF7 remake, but whether or not there should be one. Um, yeah. In the respect, you see, you know what I mean? It's like one of those things, it's like one of the most... Highly coveted and loved games ever made, yet Square seem relatively reluctant in uh, bringing it to the uh, uh, you know bringing it back to the table. I mean, they've re- they've re-released it a couple of times, like it's now available on PSN and PSP. But I heard it would features, cost
0: too much. For some reason, they said I don't know why that that's a reason, but they said it would be prohibitively expensive to make.
2: Well, probably but it depends how they go about it really doesn't it like um they could for instance just read you know the the, re- the original renders for the backgrounds and things they might have at a higher resolution than they originally existed um might. <laughs> and they only really need to you know the fight sequences are probably the hardest bits to do um he's you know, saying like, like release so like 3Dify an... the world but
0: he's saying like an HD version like not a remake but more like a Sort yeah, of a
2: halfway so. house, is what I'd say. So you don't lose some of the original charm. Although, for the love of God, get rid of those low polygon field versions of the characters. That really <laughs> ticks me off.
1: That, I mean, that was look at my the whole square polygons. It's like they can't get they can't they had to. Oh, well, I guess you're talking about not even the world map, but the uh, littles, no, just, the, just like, the over these over the stupid backgrounds.
2: Yeah, the field characters, because where the, ba- know, the battle versions were actually improved. I never account, quite got no that, you know. Yeah, I never <laughs> quite got that. Why, why were they different in the field to what they were in the in the, in the battles? Because surely I they could because... have used the battle rendering in the field because it's actually the rendering in the field is considerably easier than the battle rendering.
1: I suspect it was because when in the in the fi- in the field, the character characters are smaller, and due to the low resolution, probably if you had the high polygon ca- characters at that resolution,
2: it actually would look worse. Do you not think it would it it would not sell like hotcakes though?
1: Uh,
3: it would. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I it do you think would, it would, but would. I
1: don't think it would. I don't think it necessarily. I don't think people would like it as much as they think they would. <laughs> no, they'd probably still sell it.
2: Well, maybe it's aged a little bit, but yeah.
0: Well, no, they're I, saying on the Boncast that like, um, uh, you'd need to definitely need to be able to skip like the massive GF attacks and stuff because at the time they were like a huge graphical showcase but now it's like really boring to sit through old graphics you know for but then they
1: have updated graphics so maybe you would want to see them but then you would actually want to still be able
3: to
1: skip them ones
3: yeah
2: but they they got the the idea in 9 didn't they where they made the uh, summon sequences shorter the second time you saw them Although you could turn that option off if you wanted to,
1: <laughs> or you could do human, or you can pointlessly make it a game feature like in Eight, where mash this button while the sequence is going on for bonus damage.
2: <laughs> you know, I only got told about that recently. I never knew what that boost meant. I thought it was just like a stat boost to the character, and that you, you know, I never actually knew you could mash for more power.
1: Yeah, I, I can't remember why I worked that out. But that was, yeah, no, I, that was I, another I, classic. The, 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 the point like... I'm trying to make, though, is that. <laughs> if the, the, the,
2: the, the, Carry on. The, the point I'm trying to make, though, <laughs> um, is that you know, if, they, if Square are saying that it's prohibitively expensive to make FF7, um, mm. but yet most people are of the opinion it's going to sell fucking tons, and what's the problem? I mean, let's be honest. They've kind of. There's not like the last few FF games, with the possible exception of 13, have hit the market completely. I mean, X and 12 were mildly disappointing, shall we say. Mm. And uh, thirteen sets to be, you know, good but not quite what we expect from the series, kind of thing. And you know, so they've kind of fallen off a bit. Surely, a uh, a revamp of something they know is going to be a money spinner is a no brainer.
0: Yeah, I mean, we don't know their business uh, sort of decisions, but
1: yeah, you know, it doesn't. Maybe sense it's to just
2: me. you know a sort of like company ethos or something where it's. Or maybe it literally. I mean, if you think we don't about want it, they, it.
1: they already removed. PS two support from PS3. And maybe it literally is, and maybe the architecture is too different now. Where it literally would be a hell of a lot of programming effort to update a PS one fully PS one game and programmatically fully onto a new
2: newer system. I doubt you know? that. Yeah. I really doubt that. Because the I emulation think... is so easy. That surely porting it isn't. But that that's bad. why they removed the emulation from PS3. No, no, no. Though, but, like... but FF7 and FF8 are PlayStation One, and you can yeah, emulate on it's... the on the PS3. Well, yes, I'm because... sure it's powerful enough right. to brute
1: force that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. that that's yeah. the logical choice. But then that would be an emulation. You're talking yeah. about because it's like how much update can you do before emulation becomes too? on the system as well as the new well code, yeah so. it wouldn't
2: be an emulation it would have to be a recode but they've got a lot of old you know the, but at the end of the day a lot of that old code would just be engine rather than game logic if you see what I mean hmm. maybe I don't really understand how that fits together but my understanding is, is that game logic is usually separate from the graphics engine as much as possible and it's I'm the sure engine it's that needs use the use uh, use anyway. yeah it's the yeah. engine that needs tweaking on a platform by platform basis whereas the game logic remains the same underneath
0: it seems to me that with the exception of Nintendo and the Wii, which has obviously gone in its its very successful money spinning direction, which doesn't really appeal to me. But uh the Japanese games industry in general has gone a bit um
2: It has died almost, hasn't it? Industry seems to be
0: yeah. It has. I mean, Nintendo are obviously making lots of money, but other than that, like Japanese used to be the industry, you know, and now, you know, it's not looking good. Which is a shame in many ways. I mean, it's just. There's the, no...
2: the odd thing coming out, isn't there? Like, the Ninja Gaidens are still going, Techno are still about with their stuff, but there's. And oh, oh, yeah, obviously you mentioned Ninti, but, you know, Namco have kind of fallen off.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, Bayonetta is an these Yeah, I suppose. For the Japanese, <laughs> properly Japanese game. But, um, yeah, uh, and, but the Ninja Gaiden people, aren't they? Like, they're working on, like, Metroid for Nintendo. Yeah,
2: the moment, which is sweet! They? Although, that, that obviously does have a nice. Uh, You know, if you've seen the trailers, it obviously has this uh, Japanese flair to its. uh, Yeah, that's always
1: known as Samus talks a lot.
2: (laughs) They're bitches about something. Although I'm slightly surprised that for a Tecmo game, they haven't made her boobs jiggle Hmm. whilst standing still.
0: Maybe Nintendo said (laughs) no to
2: that. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Jiggle physics. Was it was it Ninja Gaiden 2 that allowed you to jiggle the boobs with the six axis?
3: Uh, yeah, I think it it was, yeah. Um. Lol.
1: (laughs) Deary me. Uh, But, yeah. It's been nearly an hour, and we've only covered me, so we'd better move on.
3: (laughs)
0: Yeah, okay. So, um,
1: (laughs) Rob, what's been playing?
2: ODST, mainly. Ah. Um, Catching up on the old Halo universe again. uh, Isn't it? Yeah, as we were mentioning earlier, it is pretty good, actually. They brought back the old health system. And, um, as I was trying to explain earlier, you're not Master Chief anymore. You're just a, a rookie yeah. trooper who That's kind of, the hook, kind of fucks up his landing because um, of the slip-space rupture that happens <laughs> well, over New really Mombasa. <laughs> well, okay, yes. Yeah, so everything goes tits up, essentially, when trying to land in New Mombasa with a slipstream rupture happening in your flight path. Because um, the yeah, whole it, city
0: goes Akira, basically,
2: doesn't it? Yeah, and... Uh, Still remarkably intact, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: um. yeah, that was the weird thing about it. It was like there's this huge explosion, and then in Halo 3, it's like they escape it, and it's like, yeah. okay, we're, we're never going to see that place again, so it doesn't matter. But apparently, Halo that explosion isn't actually as dangerous as they thought. <laughs>
2: or maybe it just ripped people apart, and actually, like, metal and shit is still cool.
1: Well, they did show it in in the Halo game didn't they because they showed it blasting along that road and then like all the cars go flying and you're like oh that's like a nuclear
2: explosion obviously apart from a yeah, like it doesn't a actually wave, do very it? much damage <laughs> well unless like building construction has come on a bit in the 500 years in the future well, but it's clearly
1: like, not just in case a nuclear goes off in the city you need to make our buildings hella strong it's
0: not radioactive, though, or anything, so... It doesn't got appear no problem. to be... Well, no, no,
1: they do say in the intro of ODSC, when you're in the drop, they say there's a radiation spike, don't they?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, but that's because that's probably caused by the... Well, yeah, they do say it, but maybe it's quick, you know, like the rupture itself creates radiation, but it doesn't get sucked into everything around it.
0: But well, that could mean be anything, because, I mean, light is radiation, and there's a yeah, the spike uh, of light, so... Massive It might not mean, like, you know, gamma radiation, or, you know... Gamma. The nuclear kind.
2: The nuclear decay kind. So yeah. yes, well, so Anyway, yeah. it's plans. pretty cool, because it's, 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 it's actually... It's quite a bit different from how Halo's been set out in the past, where it's like, um, here's a mission, here's the story behind that mission, and uh, it flows, you know, basically in a, a uh, sequential fashion. This yeah. has you sort of roaming the city as the rookie um, after nightfall, like several hours after your, the initial landing. Um, trying to work out what the shits just happened, and yeah. uh, y- you wander around and you find clues. And in the process of finding a clue, you get to see uh, play as one of the different members of your squad each time and see what their story was. And uh,
0: yeah, I haven't quite now, tried How does that it, work? Do you it's... pick up like a, a a helmet just like in Halo <laughs> One, and you see the like video replay. Or no,
2: you, it's you go very, and it's very
1: classic sort of kind of um, actually. It's pretty close, back where it's like you're looking at this thing, and you're like, "Hmm, how did this get here?" But then, of course, it, instead of him like reminiscing because it wasn't actually him, it like switches to the city's CCTV cameras and then like shows. Okay. Really, he doesn't see it, or does he? I don't, that's not what I'm, we not, don't really aware. know at this
2: point. We don't really yeah. know at this point. I haven't finished it yet, but you you don't sort of because he wanders it, around you...
1: looking at things and then it's like. Does he actually infer any of this data from looking at this stuff? The stuff that you find out by playing it. I'm not, Will he not eventually really sure. come through somehow and save? Everyone? Well,
0: there must be some point to him, like finding these things, because otherwise he wouldn't be going around looking at them, he? I mean, he's obviously trying to piece something together, isn't he? Like what happened?
2: Yeah, I suppose we'll find out towards the end of the game as to um, what what you know how the sto- how he works out how the story fits together or maybe just finds his dudes and doesn't care but it's <laughs> so a, what's what's it's the a, gameplay uh, like like the shooting it, it's good it's it actually feels quite a lot more difficult because as i say you're not master chief you're quite fragile you you have the con- you don't have a shield like master chief but they have the same concept and they call it stamina um right, so you yeah. basically get hurt for a bit and then you start breathing heavily which is your indication that you're slightly getting hurt um right, and the screen yeah. goes very red um so it's much it's, more like uh, call of duty or something Kinda, yeah. Um, but then at that point, once you reach a certain point, you um, start losing your actual health, um, which is a big bar at the top of the screen. And um, but that doesn't recover over time. Once you get hurt, you're permanently hurt until you find like a health kit. And uh, so that's the old, yeah. like the old style. Yeah, but the thing is, is because your your stamina is really weak compared to Master Chief's shield. Once you're getting hurt. Um, um, and your health has gone to a small little red blob, and you start hearing the heart monitor sound from your suit. Um, <laughs> it's a uh, yeah, you're basically pretty much screwed at that point. If you if you get shot much more, unless you find a health pack, you are going to go down. So you can't take risks. And okay.
1: speaking, it takes a long time for the stamina to recover compared to a You have to stay yeah, for quite a long
2: time for and not be but, shot at all. But it's not yeah, like a gradual recovery either. It's like when you recover, it's pretty much instant. So it's like you have to stand there for longer. But when it comes back, it's like ooh.
0: Because uh, if you Literally. remember back to the first Halo <laughs> game, actually, actually, it took quite a long time before you started compared to two and three. It yeah, took a long time before
2: it started to. Uh, it is. It, it, it does play a, a lot more like one than the others, right. Which I don't think is a bad and thing. You don't have dual wield. <laughs> no, I like. It, that yeah, you there. don't. You don't have. You don't have dual wield either. Oh, that's good. Um, I like that. Feels a bit weird. And you have because a pistol. You're you're a a powerful. powerful. <laughs> yeah. the, the, oh, the, pistol, just, the pistol's I love really powerful. And, uh cool. yeah, it's neat it, it it is good i mean the, the 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 highlight of the graphics engine is again, it seems to run a little bit. I don't know, there's certain bits that look nicer than Halo Three, and um okay. understandably, I suppose, but it's using the same engine, but it still does outside well when and it's a bit strange that most of the game is in buildings and stuff, when it does like landscapes and things so lovely. <laughs> so, how come
0: it's in buildings? If you're in the city at night and, like, and you keep
3: doing flashbacks, like.
0: Well, no, because the what actual missions are
2: of your crew who also landed in the city. And, yeah. um Or around the city, so the flashbacks are still of them. And um, do they tend to go into buildings? And fight? Some do, some don't. Okay. Yeah. To, well, to you're saying quite a lot of the It's like some of them doors. are defensive, some of them are sort of it's like wandering m- around.
1: It's a city that you're. The bit of, bits of city that you see. Seem like a a lot different to the bits that you saw in Halo Three, it like those stupid yellow buildings
2: and alleyways.
3: Yeah, you know,
1: much more like roads and stuff in ODST than it was in Halo Halo Three, I guess.
2: That's I'm Supposed cool to try to, to s- make it more city-like though, because Halo Three doesn't really depict it much like a city, and you're not really in New Mombasa that much. No, except can, in, except in, it's a, it's relatively close to Halo Two's approach, and for all we know, you could be in Old Town. <laughs> yeah, and they sort of suggest that you're in New Town. Um, right.
0: That's good. It reminds me of, do you remember the uh, E3 demo for uh, Halo 2 back in the day before it came out? It had a lot of like driving around the streets kind of action. I thought that looked really cool. Is it really yeah, there's, there's
2: there's there's one level we get to drive a tank around the streets, but generally you don't get to drive in the city. Okay. Um, which is nice. I've seen a couple of the enemies driving ghosts around the city, but they bugger off before you can get anywhere near them. Oh, okay. So you can't um, hijack them. No, I think that it might just be for effect. But maybe that will reveal itself later. There's also a couple of new enemies we're okay. not quite sure what to do with yet, and um, there's a, there's an interesting story undertone about the city being intelligent, and uh, there are, there are sort of hints about of oh, as yeah. you're walking around the city, like certain signs will change as you get near them. Like um, yeah, the uh, you walk next to some it? of the or Virgil, he's called, but I don't know, or the right. superintendent. That's it, the superintendent. You sort of walk next to, like, what was showing, like a, a sort of information sign. As you get close, it pops up saying "detour" and things like that. And it, it seems like the city can only talk in the language of, like, public service warnings and things. So it can't be explicit to you. So everything is sort of hinted at what it means, and we don't really know where that's going yet. But it's kind of cool. Oh, Nor cool. would I reveal it if I did.
0: I heard there's a really good sort of almost like a radio play going on where you keep hearing, like, yeah, yeah, that's family. that's how
2: you learn about the city and uh, right. what it's up to, and uh,
0: I heard that's really well done. Is it good?
2: It's all right. It's well acted. It's a bit yeah. Let's say in places it is utterly bizarre, but okay. Um, a, a particular sequence featuring an enormous fat man being one of the uh, weirder <laughs> moments in the game, and uh, <laughs> it's also that's... a lot harder to play solo than it is co-op. It seems like it's geared up for co-op, even though it's a solo story because. You, yeah, I thought um, that was
1: really weird. There, there's like,
2: lots of enemies in the, in certain areas. There there are quite a few of them, and maybe that's to make it because it's like a half sequel. They need to make it more of a challenge. But yeah, if, right. if you're playing in co-op, there aren't any fewer enemies, um, okay. or there aren't any more enemies. Um, I mean, it's and it, it it seems like well, fighting hunters is almost impossible now on your own, um, right. Because yeah, it's just hard to get behind them because they can attack behind themselves, and it's uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was it's pretty
1: weird how right at the it st- was like I was when we started playing co op. It was like the first thing that happens is when you you finish your fucked up orbital drop, and then you get out of your pods. We came out of two different pods in two different places. It was like, hey, co-op, we're two different rookies or whatever. But then as soon as you go into a flashback, because it's the flashback of one person, you just become a duplicate of that person. It, it's like. It's that they nearly managed to convince you that it's designed for co op right at the start, but then that instantly falls apart. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah, shame.
2: it is a bit of a shame, but it, the story wouldn't have played out if they'd have designed it for completely for co op but no. just I mean it wouldn't have made any sense. No. So, it was
1: kind of inconvenient that it was perfectly designed to it's like after Halo 3's awesome co op where it's like, here's some more elites because that makes perfect sense. But then in this one it's like the story kind of precludes from doing that. Unfortunately,
2: it's also relatively irritating that I can't remember the next sentence I was going to say. (laughs) That is quite (laughs) irritating.
0: I can imagine that being extremely annoying.
2: (laughs) It'll come back to me, (laughs)
0: okay? Um, (laughs) Fair enough. Hmm. So, you recommend it
2: overall? I do, yeah. Just because if you like the Halo universe, it's it's different enough to keep you interested. Hmm. You do have to approach it, it yeah. It is cheap now, and you do have to approach it in a different way. Um, oh yeah, that was it. I was going to say about the split screen still being shit. Oh. It's, you know, it, it sort of four by is the whole screen. And, uh, oh, rather funny. than being displayed at 16 by 9, so you end up with these, um, I forget what they're called. It's not letterboxing. It's, is it pillarboxing? Um, yeah, yeah.
0: Down yeah, the edges of it. the
2: screen, which means your visible area is quite, so you end up moving closer and closer to the screen. <laughs> like a dard. In a vain attempt of getting some more resolution out of it. And it's like, that doesn't work like that. Um. <laughs> So, how's the, um, how does the engine hold up to the split screen? Do you get things
0: popping in a lot more when you're playing? A little the bit. The
2: only time I noticed it was on one of the more wider, um, levels where you get like, the, every now and then in some of the buildings you get like kiosks. Like, okay. um, supposedly where people must have, Either, like ATMs or things like that. And they do pop in a bit when you're, um, like, they'll, they won't appear on one side of the room to the other and things like that. But in solo, it's fine. Hmm. It's, uh, it does play well in co op as well, which is which is good. But then again Halo always has, so
0: Yeah, I liked the co op in Halo one. That's good. Although that had you know, no explanation. I guess, explanation.
1: In, I guess in this since it is kind of more difficult and with a slightly different health system, I did find that we were doing slightly more tactical stuff where it was like, I need to stay in cover for a minute, but you go and cover fire me or something or I need to run across here and grab ammo because I haven't got any. <laughs>
2: well the weird thing was I think me and Zach have got to the stage where we don't actually need to communicate that much (laughs) we just sort of naturally um, work with each other like Zach will go one way and I'll go the other way and like the the way we took down a couple of those hunters was awesome and we didn't really well on the second attempt. the the first attempt we failed quite badly well well, we got we got properly owned Um, but you know it got to the point where we just sort of start gelling like Zach will naturally pick up certain weapons and I'll pick up a different set based on what he's using and the it'll even out. <laughs> and it, it's weird, but it's
1: awesome. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> yes, cl- clearly other... we are just totally awesome when working together. Just like <laughs> the classic opera, exa- uh, not o- orchestra, example. <laughs> From that, when
2: we were at Barlow's. Orchestra? You've lost me now. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> 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 that was it, wasn't it? Uh, what's, what was the game called? It's Red uh, Articulate, wasn't it? And um, oh. uh, I had to um, oh, explain right, okay. the word orchestra without saying the word orchestra and um, yeah. Zach got it in like two seconds and everyone else was like how the fuck did you do that because yeah, I, I, it, the... it, it was
1: a, it was like everyone was going to guess and I was like how can I say this in a way that only Rob will understand it was like a bunch of people and they sit in a pit and Rob's like orchestra it was like yes how the fuck <laughs> did you get that <laughs> <laughs> that was really damn good yeah yeah
0: so, how does a uh, um, ODST co-op say compare to uh, a more uh, similar um, uh, co-op experience? Lately, I
2: guess the benchmark is in Modern Warfare Two, the Spec Ops mode. I mean, uh, yeah, it's it's not really you can't really compare them that much, right. though, Because Spec Ops is little individual, specifically designed tasks. Yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, some of which are des- obviously designed for co-op, and some of which aren't. Um, it's, it you can't it, it doesn't really flow like that you know like in in yeah. spec ops for instance it forces one player to be in the chopper while the other one is oh okay um, yeah. tossing around on the ground and um, the whereas halo just plays out you know naturally you can still choose to like one guy be a driver one guy be a gunner you know that yeah. kind of thing but it's up to you but it's not dynamic it's never yeah. forced upon you Okay, that's cool. And 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 of course, it's you know, it's it's more flowing in Halo because you in Spec Ops you have to play in small little chunks and they're right. They're really hard, and if you're playing it on three star level, and uh, um, sorry, so you're not like they're, making they're, progress yeah, they're really in the same hard way. and they're really short. Is the other thing. Okay. so you, you spend like you know ten minutes at most on a level. And
0: right, and in that time you're probably <laughs> you're playing a very it. trumpeting train.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's,
2: it's the jazz train. Jumping oh, trains. Oh, yeah, oh, that's the other awesome thing when you're doing the detective stuff, right? Um, in ODST, and you see now I've got some ambience. It's awesome um, when you're doing the detective stuff. It kind of um, it plays this like the, the music sort of turns a bit jazzy, which is original to <laughs> the Halo series, and it's uh, I quite, I quite <laughs> okay. like it. It's pretty cool.
3: Hmm.
2: Interesting. Although the other side of this coin, which I'm quite surprised about myself, uh, not the fact that you get it, but you get the entire Halo Three multiplayer set. Yeah, uh, yeah. All, all the DLC and things like that. And uh, I bung, bung, bunged it in the console for a quick game at the end of an evening and uh, forgot how much I enjoy Halo multiplayer. Right. And, uh, the the new DLC stuff is actually probably good because they brought back some of the most awesome levels from Halo 2, for instance. Okay. Like Midship is back. And oh, it's that's amazing. <laughs> okay. The grenade hole. Yeah. Just throw grenades <laughs> everywhere. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> that level was still the most fun I think I've ever had on on that style of deathmatchy sort of thing. It's it's brilliant. And so because uh, you
0: never really played that much of Halo Three multiplayer, which surprised me, because it, it it I mean they obviously went out of their way to make sure it was pretty much the same as Halo Two in terms yeah, of Yeah, but the
2: level design was mostly bad. Let's right, be honest. Okay. I, d- I don't really like the new levels. I have the same problem with Modern Warfare Two. I understand that it's a good game, but at the same time, I don't like the map design. Okay. That's, that's just me. I don't know if it's actually bad, but I don't like it. And Okay. Um I I had the same problem with a lot of the Halo 3 levels that I just didn't enjoy them. Um, okay. So the DLC the DLC does remedy that. They, they are good fun. A lot of the a lot of the new maps more than sort of just pretty.
0: Do they look cool as well as being the old maps that they like upgraded? Them? Yeah,
2: yeah, they've HDFI. The Midship doesn't yeah. look that much different because to be okay. honest, it was hard to make the uh,
3: Covered in plating.
2: Yeah, look, look any any better than just making it more purple and a bit shinier and a bit glowier? So it does look awfully similar, but it's it's the fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's the fun. <laughs> yeah, it's the fun. Okay, but, you know some some of my best multiplayer memories come from Halo Two Xbox lands and uh, not Sounds without like... good reason. It is one of the best multiplayer games out there. It's just you you definitely need people to play it with to get the most out of it it's it it's a social yeah. thing you can definitely. have fun on your own but it's it works so much better when you've got people you know
3: yeah exactly
0: and they just shut down halo 2 didn't they at last uh
2: no that hasn't happened yet
0: oh it's going to happen though that's
2: it? yeah due in april they, but they've got some that, kind of um I feel kind of emotional about that for some reason it's a uh, it, and it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of a sad time because it's not just Halo Two that's dying, is it? It's the entire old Xbox Live that's dying.
0: Yeah, but no one cares about any other game, do they, on Xbox Live? I mean, what are they play, Mech Warrior. Turn
2: out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. But you know what I mean. There, there was sort of some. It was. It was a pioneer, and to see it go is a little bit saddening.
0: Do you see uh, what they're doing with storage, which sounds interesting? Um, they're, they're changing their whole yeah, it the whole yeah. The ability
2: to use your own USB sticks instead of buying MUs.
0: Yeah, and in fact, they're going to completely phase out uh, memory units, which um, makes the of on awesome. the front of the
1: Xbox incredibly <laughs> useful.
0: Yeah, but that that makes it that kind of hints towards a new um, form factor. Well, maybe doesn't maybe it, they'll like make an sleep. adapter or yeah, probably make an adapter for That'd be the nice. So you can at least
2: reuse them because yeah, otherwise they're always, uh, a bit useless.
1: Yeah. But I reckon they'll makes... have not really enough USB slots on the Xbox anyway, even now. You still can make an three. adapter for the MU slot to turn it into USB, that would be useful. Not that I imagine that would be easy. <laughs>
2: I've got to be honest, I still have a bit of a problem with how the Xbox storage system works on the whole anyway. Um, in that it's a pain in the ass copying files about, and some programs don't let you copy them, and it's hard to tell. Um, you know, files don't seem to label themselves properly half the time, so you, you can't tell what this file actually is and whether or not you yeah. need to keep it or not. And, um, yeah, there, there are some some games, for instance, that once you put them onto a device, you can't move them onto another device. It goes, no, you can't do that. And it's like, sorry, what? Because Ooh. there are certain things I like storing on my memory unit, so I can, you know, like the Left 4 Dead save and stuff, so I can, uh, yeah, when you like play on it someone handsome. else's console, you keep all your stuff and you can get your achievements and things. And, um, yeah, it just makes that nice. But certain, so, so I have some huge files on the MU that I can't move for some reason because they're flagged as you can't do this, and it's right. Uh, it just seems retarded. Well, maybe that'll change as well with all this, because they're doing. It
0: seems like a quite a big update intensive.
2: Of... Well, hopefully, yeah, because if it's on your own stuff, you you won't be able to move it where you want to. I mean, exactly. I think it's the yeah. first console that's ever sort of introduced that problem.
3: See, hmm. crap,
2: really is. awful.
0: Yeah, well, maybe they'll fix it. I hope so. But, uh, yeah, they're facing out the In the meantime, I've just got to be careful gig.
2: not to use my MU for anything big.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure you're coping in the meantime. But, uh,
2: yeah. yeah, it'd be good if I they mean, fix it. I need a bigger hard disk than the Xbox, though.
0: Well, yeah, they're facing out the 120 gig one, so... um the, the, I've still um, got the 8, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... um Presumably the two hundred and fifty or whatever, which they've just
3: released or whatever, will get cheaper.
0: Wait, right. no, it wasn't
2: an eight; it was a twenty. Sorry. <laughs> it's yeah.
3: Yeah. Mostly uh. filled with the guild. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, don't watch three, but it is awesome.
0: Oh, I should get onto that. But um, yeah, so that would be quite interesting. Uh, presumably, I mean, will you be able to plug in a USB external hard disk of whatever size? No, 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 to no. USB they've already announced or? it's a,
2: it's limited to sixteen gig max. And um, it's also limited to two devices max as well.
0: Ooh, okay. So, so... The,
2: you can only use 16-bit memory sticks, and you can, sorry, 16-bit, 16, 16 gig memory sticks. Yeah, yeah. And you're only allowed to use two of them at the same time. So you can, in theory, expand by 32 gig. Hmm. Interesting. It's not but quite ideal. Can you swap ideal. them
1: out, or does it designate those two specific to that Xbox? Could you just keep swapping out to a new like?
2: Presumably, it would work like the hard disks in the MU, so you can pull them out and put them in any Xbox you want.
1: Yeah, so you wouldn't actually really be limited to 32, you'd just have to keep buying more 16 gig sticks. It would be inconvenient. You'd have a lot of sticks, but theoretically, you could. Yeah, you'd hit with.
2: the old school memory card problem of PlayStation and GameCube era, you know. It's a. Yeah. It's a grind, but. Hmm.
0: So, you've been playing any other games other than ODST? We did What's a bit more mean?
2: Uncharted. Um, yeah, I'm, ne- I'm near the end of that now, and I don't really want to particularly mention too much about it, because I covered all any, everything last week. But fair enough. Um, okay. Apart from two things, it's still glitchy as hell. Um, the <laughs> now pack...
1: I saw some hilarious glitches when I was
2: over there. Yeah, yeah. I was about. That was one I was going to mention. There was. Uh, yeah. I had difficulty getting. I put the patch back on after my problems okay. last week, and uh, then it instantly didn't load. Didn't even get to the title screen. Okay. Um, so I. I'll just reset the console and it was happy, but so the patch still still seems awfully crap. Um, but you can. But <laughs> there was this brilliant thing where we managed to get Drake to ride an NPC. What? <laughs> it was amazing. Um, right, there's a character you meet sort of halfway through the game called Tenzin, um, okay. and at one point he leant over to open a door and put the key in the lock, and I'm running to catch up with him, and you know as you do, you sort of push the jump button every now and then. And um, <laughs> so I jumped, and so he's doing this running, wail- waving arm and leg jump, and I managed to land um, with Tenzin's head where he's bent over, basically in my crotch area. Uh, of okay. course, so I couldn't land, but he was still doing the um, the crazy amazing. jumping, wailing animation. So I now sat on his head, going
1: "woo," <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking bronco. <laughs> yeah, it was That's crazy. <laughs> that wasn't very precise. Oh, dear it me. was literally pretty much the first thing I saw of that game as well where I was like <laughs> I'm gonna sit yeah. down and watch Rob play this what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh dear no I,
1: I thought, thought it was supposed I'm, to be really technically
0: accomplished that game Like, I'm oh it is but, you, hear, could, but yeah,
2: you can just sort of tack it out it's like Gears of War multiplayer yeah, right yeah the, well the single player was awesome it was so glitchy in multiplayer yeah yeah and the um yeah, it, it basically handles like that. I did climb across a couple of sections as well where the um, the way it handles jumping is a bit harsh. Um, for instance, there was one section where you line up a jump perfectly, you run up towards it, and then when you reach the edge, it some t- somehow thinks in its wisdom, oh, actually, I know where you want to be going. You want to be going about 30 degrees to the right, which is an abyss. <laughs> great. Yeah. It's like, great, thank you, control scheme. I know um, that feeling. Yeah. It's, it it's like the, the classic- auto... It has a sort of auto jump, doesn't it? A bit like Zelda. So as you approach a uh, a ledge, you just push, hold the X button down, and it will jump for you at the right moment. Okay. A bit sometimes, like sometimes it makes that decision
3: too. wrong. And uh,
2: okay. Which and is
1: it has a the, bit the classic other problem of that kind of jumping thing that I saw at least once, where you line up the jump, you start running towards it, and then as you jump, the camera angle changes. You're like, which direction do I have to be pushing now? <laughs>
2: Yeah, but you don't you, most of the time the game's pretty good with that but yeah there's the odd moment where it tries to be cinematic and to you up. Oh. And there's also a section where for some reason the um, how far you can fall seems to change. Um like it has a it has a very you don't really fall and get hurt. You 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 either fall and perfectly fine or you fall and are completely dead. Oh okay. Um because they're varying scales of dead. um, no. <laughs> um they you know and at one point in the game it just seems a bit harsh um where you're trying to get down off a off a tower and you know, to sort of pick up some ammo and stuff and you if you drop very slightly too far it considers it a death and then you'll move to somewhere else on the thing and seemingly fall the same distance and you'll go yeah that's fine and it's can be quite irritating cool. but still okay. Some brilliant ideas, and it does look, it still looks amazing.
0: Yeah, Moving on. I, mean, it's <laughs> <sophisticated>. <laughs> I should probably talk about what I've been playing, shall I? Uh,
2: I'm not uh, think what else I've actually done this week, though. To Rob, did you want to talk about Explosion seat. Man
1: or something? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah we did cover
2: that last week. Yeah, I forgot about that. Explosion Man, totally <laughs> yeah. awesome. Is it
0: really there's, that, that there's got, great?
2: Yeah, there's got to be something to be said for a game that only has a control scheme of move and explode. Yeah. It, that's <laughs> all it <they're> has <having. laughs> And that's how it describes the controls as well. You even get okay. a little achievement for trying to change them. <laughs> how do you, what, what do you mean change them? What well, you go into them? the options and you go view controls, and you can it lets you select a button to remap. and Then you try to, and then the only option available to you is explode. Uh, okay. So you say that's fine. I'll accept that. And then it gives you an achievement for trying to mastering the co- master the mastery of mastering your controls or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a comedy joke achievement. <laughs> it's really awesome. But yeah, essentially, exploding makes you jump and kill yeah, yeah. stuff around you at the same time, and the, and the entire concept is using your jump. You have to just get around the level and uh, get to the end of it. And so, exploding extra barrels causes you to jump higher or at ridiculous angles, or um, certain things will shoot you, and you uh, get lose your jump power, for instance, when you have that. And, uh, it's it's hard really to explain much more than that, other than it's hilarious. Um, okay. <laughs> he, every, as you're running around, he's like—he just sort of makes these little odd noises, like "yeah," like he'll fling his arms out like an airplane and go "yeah, <laughs> and then, <laughs> you'll be like um, jumping off walls, going "woo, yeah." So,
0: uh, yeah. does it have to, like puzzles the start? Be,
2: yeah, it has like. Um, Sort of puzzles in that you have to sort of work out how to jump and how to chain your jumps together in order to hit certain switches to move on to the next section. Um, sometimes with okay. a, the threat of a rising pool of water, and uh, <laughs> that obviously because you're made of explosions oh, is deadly. Out. Um, and the okay, <laughs> and I like certain things you have to do water, fast, obviously, some
1: get... kind of coolant or something, judging by the way it looks kind of cold, it as' like well, a... it's.
2: it's it's sort of sneaky.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I saw that as, like, you know, icy Icy air like, like evaporating carbon dioxide or whatever You know, that way that cold things look sometimes like yeah, yeah, You open yeah, the freezer yeah. Condensation, I guess it is Yeah, yeah. That's what I imagined that would be But really, oh. same difference Yeah
3: Open-faced roast beef sandwich!
1: <laughs> Ooh, so that is still possibly the best thing
2: is Donut Can't Guy right a then. bit of spoiler if I mention Donut Guy?
1: No, I think that's been mentioned significantly in reviews yeah. of the game.
2: Oh, there's this awesome thing where you basically uh, uh, sort of halfway through the well, most of the way through the first world. There's only three worlds, but and they're yeah. essentially all the same. <laughs> it's just to try and organise the levels a bit. Um, yeah, but most of the way through the first world, you uh, come across this fat guy um, who's who's eating donuts, uh, and as you approach him, instead of being able to like just, just walk past him or murder him. Yeah, for some reason you you grab hold of him in a in a loving embrace, uh, and the music just changes that instance to Everybody Loves Donuts. I know <laughs> I do. What the hell? Everybody loves donuts. <laughs> that's mental. And then yeah, you have about, to use him to solve puzzles. Obviously, yeah. Not cause, just cause okay, he, can absor- <laughs> he can absorb okay. weapons because he's that fat. And uh, oh, I see. <laughs> so you carry him around and. Uh, is he as fat as the guy in Halo ODST? Memory, Do
3: you know what I'm talking about.
2: Oh, he's probably not quite that fat. He's pretty fat, okay. But... <laughs> fat <laughs> comparison. Yeah, <laughs> very important. Very important. Compare the fat man. Nah. <laughs> oh, oh. It's a. Uh,
0: um... So you get it on Steam, don't you, uh, Explosion Man? No, or uh, is it like Xbox, Xbox live. live?
2: Oh, okay. It's a live arcade. Um, um, yeah, it's just amazing. Seriously, and and the co-op mode, it has a a completely separate co-op set of levels, and you get just as many as you do in the single player, which is awesome to begin with. And you can use up to four people, although to be fair, they're all designed for two players, and it gets a bit more difficult when you start adding new players to the mix, um, because you all have to do stuff in sync or hit switches at the same time, and... Um, Sometimes getting you all about the level is kind of difficult. But it's it's, it's really good because it's an entirely new set of levels and they're all designed so you have to use the other player. um, Do you like explode off the other player? Yeah, you can fling each other by using one person's explosion so the other guy can save his explosion power to get further. I Um, see. For instance, and you also can bounce off each other so you can both get up to areas by exploding at the same time. And, uh, although we did manage to glitch it slightly, but if you just run together and explode at the same time, you seem to get double height, um, um, double jumps, double and triple jumps, and so you can just okay. like, clear a gap really easily sometimes. I
1: don't necessarily think that's a glitch. I just think that's... It's, like, it's a different technique, but one that maybe isn't it's so not, yeah, it's not really prepared for a in the level design. It's yeah. like mm. the levels weren't necessarily designed to prevent you from doing that, so sometimes you okay. can just bypass some puzzles by doing it. Okay,
0: so it's a bit like that level in Portal where you can finish it in like five seconds if you know, you know how.
3: I it, don't you, know,
0: you how. know Oh, is that? Yeah, um, I guess so. Do you know the one I'm talking about, Zach? It's like a YouTube video, of it, but maybe. I mean, yeah, and that, that if you if you go on the commentary mode, they would like talk about how there's a ninja solution to this. And, and sort of oh yeah, they, I remember they that. Where to leave it's it like
1: in. there's that one. Yeah, it's the it's one where. You have to normally you have to activate a lift to open yeah, right. the door, but yeah. elsewhere in this puzzle there's also a convenient giant drop, so you can just use the drop to give you vertical momentum and jump up to where the lift would take you without having to do the rest of the puzzle.
0: Yeah, that's exactly. Cool. Yeah, and uh, I've seen a video of someone even doing it even more ninja, whereby somehow they come out of the lift and the the um, the jump they have to make is like right in front of you, uh, the lift. So the exit is right in front of you when you come out of the entrance to the test chamber. Yeah. And he managed to, like, somehow fall through the floor about... On the walk towards it, he managed to fall through the floor through portals three or four times to
1: build up enough, just enough, to get up oh, to yeah, the Oh, yeah, so you yeah. do, like... It's like you jump and then fall into a portal and then keep wafting yourself through portals to give yeah. more momentum.
0: Yeah, so he managed Ridiculously to... Ridiculously difficult
1: to pull off. <laughs> yeah, so he... he Complete the level in eight seconds
0: or something. <laughs>
3: yeah. So,
0: yeah. So, explosion man. Uh, so you can kind of, if you explode together when you're running together, you get like a double height jump.
2: Yeah, because normally your your double and triple jump is pretty weak and it usually just keeps you at the same level. However, if you both explode at the same time, you you get enough of a you get more of a jump out of it. So you actually gain height. Okay. And you can cover larger distances. Is it at all but frustrating if you know what you want to do? Is it Does it take a long time to actually pull it off? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, especially in the co-op stuff. Once, no, I haven't really had too much of a problem in the solo because once you work it out yourself, it's just kind of, um, oh, okay, I need to do that, and then you can do it. The controls are responsive enough, and it's not okay. random. Um, That's good. Most of the time uh, it's really co-op is just time frustrating time. in
1: co-op. It was more like just hilarious when we keep screwing up. So it's like, oh don't oh, no, cool. what are you
2: doing? <laughs> it, it is good. It's not, it's not a frustrating game. It can be for newcomers, I'll give it that. Um, I've seen Naomi play it a couple of times. Um, sorry to name drop you in that. <laughs> um, but <laughs> um, I yeah, you did last week. Oh, did I? Okay, and uh, she's she's not exactly a um, when a, we were talking a, a about hardcore music. gamer. Oh, yeah. She, um, yeah, um, yeah, She's not exactly a hardcorer like we are, but and um, she found it a bit irritating, sort of learning the concepts of timing and things like that, because things do move quite quickly in Splosion man. And, right. um, and you know, she's the it does require a little bit of coordination, such as when you know knowing when to push the stick and things and things we've learned over the years from platforming and are uh, like second nature. Yeah, and, I mean, it is a platformer. Um, Ultimately, yeah. it's just a really original platformer. Yeah, it's, you know, an, it's an amazingly it's simplified yet somehow incredibly awesome.
0: <laughs> okay, I like the concept. I might look into it. Definitely,
2: it is very good. It is very good. Okay. I wholeheartedly recommend. It. If I had uh, it, I'd buy it. Oh wow, that's amazing. <laughs> that, that's that's how much of a requ- you can't get much more uh, adoration than that than Zach actually no. saying he'll buy something. It's yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the game this generation that will make that buy an
0: Xbox, because the last one was actually Burnout 3 managed to get him to buy an Xbox. Yeah,
2: and although he did spend a lot of his time on Halo 2 with me.
0: Oh, he did, but, I mean, he didn't... He If it wasn't for Burnout 3, he He, he probably would never, wouldn't, yeah. Yeah, know. he wouldn't have done it. I mean, Halo
2: yeah. 3 wasn't enough to convince him, so...
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Halo, Halo 3
1: was just, like... After Halo 2, it was I think it was the end of Halo 2 that was kind of the slight off towards Halo 3. I mean, obviously, once actually played Halo 3 a lot, it was like, yeah, this
2: is actually all. Yeah, something. but Halo 2 was all about the multiplayer, but let's like... be honest. It was entirely yeah, about the multiplayer. Really...
1: But, well, I don't know. Because that was more like, it was entirely about the multiplayer in retrospect. Because you thought it was going to be...
2: Yeah. Oh, Ooh, you're lagging out, man. Halo, continuing, sorry, but... <laughs> You might have to repeat that. You lagged my ping out. Quite probably horribly.
1: going terrible. Yes, I was just saying that like Halo Two was only about the multiplayer in retrospect. Really, it was like you thought That's... it was going to be awesome, continuing storyline, but then the multiplayer turned out to be super awesome. True, yeah. because I never thought um... much
2: of Halo One's multiplayer. Um, I mean, obviously no. Xbox Live didn't exist when it came out, but um, I, d- I never thought too much of its design. I just thought the the help system didn't really work. Um, no, it was kind and how of how wrong on. I was <laughs> <laughs> you know, when Halo Two came about.
0: Well, but I think I think we kind of knew that they were working on multiplayer because it was kind of tacked on to the original game, I think, and they kind of improved it for the PC version, didn't they? And then yeah, like, now they added some good. new
2: levels and yeah. they actually brought some of Halo Two levels into Halo One, I think.
0: I mean, at the time it was quite exciting because it was the first time you could network consoles. I remember seeing a, like a yeah. setup of like four, you know. No, it was
2: groundbreaking. Consoles to be honest. Yeah. And, I said, and, uh, yeah. and some of my best multiplayer days were on Xbox land. Uh, which you don't see anymore. I kind of this brings us on to a whole another topic, doesn't it? Land centers yeah. and land gaming. It's <laughs> it's 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 kinda of dead, isn't it? Fuck you, internet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I miss land gaming, having everyone in the room that you sort of have a end up with getting a, a, a you know, you don't really know them, but you know of them and their traits and it's enough to sort of uh <laughs> Make you have a good time, like, well, maybe yeah. That's I, maybe that's
1: just because we haven't, we, none of us have got into a sort of a clan scene, like even because we're on like, you know, we're at play. We play in the same team fortress server over and over, so we know people there, but we're not really. We not really talk. Them or It's just like we play on the <laughs> same server. We don't. Yeah. We don't know them outside the game. Yeah, we don't. Go on not the that we necessarily knew anyone on on a land outside of playing games with them, but they were in the same room,
2: so that kind of. Yeah. Part, slightly more.
1: I don't know. There's, there's just a certain
2: context. There's just a certain awesomeness of everyone being in the same place that just seems to have died. Death. It's like the death of arcades, isn't it? There's. It's, well, it's like the second stage of the death of social gaming <laughs> in a way. I know because <laughs> like land seem to do
0: quite well. You know, they seem to get bigger and bigger. I mean, I've never been to one, but uh, I hear reports. Well,
2: I, no, I never really liked the idea of these big ass commercial things because that's kind of a different thing, isn't it? It's, that's true. Uh, yeah. These are one off events that you can't really do regularly. And um I I kind of see it as a you know, the Halo night that when um Halo Two was about became a sort of regular thing for me where we'd get a load of guys over with Xboxes yeah virtually every week. And yeah, um and pizza. do it because it was yeah, get get the dominoes in. And uh, awesome. other pizza brands are available. And <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was wondering about that. I was like, oh, Rob's living in some pizza advertisement there. He's getting paid
2: in pizza. <laughs> it's getting to the stage where they should, shouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You're a hella consumer. I am. I, I'm <laughs> in that I consume hella much.
1: Yeah. It's... <laughs> so anyway... <laughs> um, with that <laughs> round <random> of noise, <laughs> let's move on to what Dan's been playing. <laughs> no, yeah, hang on, hang, hang on. talking relate, about
0: language, I, yeah. I just wanted so. to say that, like... um you know, I think the problem with a lot of the problem with the land gaming thing in these land centres, like the one we used to go to in Ipswich. But uh, I think a lot of people want to set them up because they they sound like a, like a fun business to run. But I think they're kind of a fundamentally flawed business model, and they, they keep popping up and then they keep
3: disappearing. I don't
0: yeah. Know if you've seen no, the, them. the problem <laughs> is
2: is the upgrade cycle. Yeah. Exactly. PCs need to be upgraded a lot. Yeah, and, uh, the hardcore cool. players tend not tend to have their own amazing rig now, rather than needing um, the rigs of a land center in which to play. I mean, yeah. it almost would work better if land centers essentially just had empty spaces you could hook your shit to. Uh, so, so they have like decent monitors already set up and things like that, and you can and decent keyboards and mice, and you could. Um, um, just bring a rig and set it up. You know, have it. But know, that make would just it, like, be so a nightmare in
1: <laughs> sort of manager in, in the management of it because it's like all kinds of god knows viruses and firewall yeah. issues, and it would just I be. A, it's like setting up an actual LAN, even if you party. know the people you're doing it with, is pretty damn hard. Supposedly, that's like halfway allow... between a LAN center and a LAN
0: party, isn't it? That you're talking. Yeah,
2: sure. In a way. Well, I think you don't. You don't have to like. I think there are ways of doing it. Cause you don't have to rig up complete network solutions, do you? you just sort of allow it with, um, um, yeah, you know, just um, sort of allow certain certain communications. It's not like you have to talk to a central server or whatever to. Oh, well, maybe you do. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting confused. Well, I'm sure there are ways. You can do what, it. Though.
1: whatever whatever system the game's being hosted on, you'll need to. Everyone will need to talk to. Hey, maybe because in the future. I suppose that would be supplied by the LAN center. Would be the idea. The server machine would be yeah by the land center, and then everyone else would connect to that
0: network i am thinking i've just had if this on live thing works i can imagine in the future you could you could outsource the um because if all the processing is on a server is in a data center or whatever you know like on live how that works then you they could run like a whole chain of uh you know of of these gaming centres, you know, on every high street and all they'd need is the, the the you know, the monitors and the keyboard and stuff and then to upgrade for the new games they'd be changing it in their data centers or whatever. So you could use that as a business model for uh, for that kind of, you know, shop front gaming. You see what I mean? In a similar way to
1: how they're planning yeah. to do it in, in homes.
2: Well do sort of see
1: if that but works, course, that'd be really The cool. trouble with online is, at the moment, with our current internet statuses, it's not actually going to be any use for the sort of games that you play online, like p or whatever. It's not actually going to be fast enough. No. It's
0: true. That w- that's quite far into the future, I guess. But still, interesting concept.
2: I would sort of slightly... Um you know I'd like to sort of almost evangelise doing console lens in a way because they're much more consistent you don't have to upgrade nearly as much and yeah. there is still something much cooler about playing in the same room even with Halo 2 you know or or you know you could keep Halo 2 alive by <laughs> by rigging up Xbox lens. It's that um, is true yeah <laughs> or even Xbox 360 lads because it worked and the uh, um you know what I mean? So you could avoid thing, the upgrade though. cycle and you could get it to work, but again, <laughs> well, there's a niche, sort of reluctance. not in... that niche, I guess. It's like it's big enough that
1: they're still keeping it, Xbox Live up, original Xbox Live up for this long, pretty much just for Halo 2. It's not that That's... niche, I suppose. Well, it's not neat. Ni- nothing is niche on the
0: internet, is I mean, when you get to like being, you know, uh, on the high street, then it becomes. No, no, no nothing is
2: niche on the internet. If it exists, there will be porn of it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like, rule, rule 34, or <laughs> yeah, whatever it is.
0: Yes, but yeah. And was Uh, that Brent about porn? Let's talk to (laughs) that. Yeah, I (laughs) guess that's the pimp daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Just wanted to say that if that land centre, if if um, what was it called that we used to go to?
2: Lgi, Lgi, yeah, whatever that was still Land Gaming Ipswich, presumably. Yeah, Land Games Info, because it was the only website.
1: Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) I mean, name ever. (laughs) Yeah, pretty bad. I just think that,
0: um, we used to play Counter-Strike and we used to play Battlefield 1942, but I think that TF2 in
1: that room would be amazing.
2: Oh, yeah, just imagine the amount of swearing.
1: Yeah, it'd be so good. How how much that guy would be giving rape. (laughs) Kotcha. The ass. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Rape from behind. Yeah, (laughs) by spies as well. Spies would come up
0: behind (laughs) (laughs) Kotcha.
2: That would just be terrible. To to, to clarify, there was a guy we used to play whose battle cry was fairly regularly a very loud shout, which you could hear across multiple rooms. Yeah, uh, I just got raped from behind. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, spies in TF2, he'd have, he'd be sore.
0: That would be such a good, uh, be such a good time. It's such a shame it's no longer there. But maybe,
2: yeah, never mind. I don't mean, but it was. It it doesn't really work out in the sense that you know, we'd be paying more for something you can very nearly replicate now. But it's exactly. But it's still not quite the same, you know. Uh,
0: Yeah.
2: Maybe we're just a little over nostalgic these days. (laughs) Maybe. Speaking of nostalgia, they released Game Room on on live tape this week. Yeah, I've heard about this. Colossal crapper that is. Sorry, <laughs> it, it, it really winds me up. And the concept is pretty good. I don't mind it, but right. they still expect you to lay down a couple of pounds for an television or Atari twenty six hundred game. Right. And uh, That's not it work. still costs you four hundred points, which is about three quid um, for a play anywhere version, which you can use on the Xbox or on your PC. I am sorry, I am not going to pay three. I mean, I know it's only a few pounds, but I am st- not still not going to pay that for an Atari twenty six hundred game. They make a lot more 70s. money.
0: They should learn from the uh, from the app store, the iPhone app store, that they'd make a lot more money if they charge 50p each. for the, Well, you also don't so get people. any
2: freebies to sort of draw you in. You get the ability to demo a game once, and then it, you're locked yeah. out from it. And you get this idea of tokens. I still haven't quite figured out how you use it, but you can use it, you can spend your tokens playing um, on playing games you don't own, um, which is okay. novel, but I'm not quite sure how it sort of... How you get your tokens back, for instance, and things like that. Supposedly, if you go play in your friend's arcades and play their games, you can sort of trade the tokens about and things like that. Sort of like a, almost like an arcade economy. Um, Right. But it's, I haven't quite figured it out. It's just they've completely missed the market, the 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 money mark. Right. uh, And none of the games are that good. I mean, they are really. We are talking 70s games. The the sort of one that stood out to me, perhaps, was uh, Super Cobra and Tempest being the highlights. Yeah, it's got Tempest, uh, yeah. Them, I sort of recognised a lot of them, but yeah, they're, they're just too small and too old to be worth any kind of money.
0: Yeah. Presumably they'll add to it, but still. Yeah. Seems odd to me. I mean, yeah. I did like one thing, it's got like a sort of rewind thing, so if you mess up in one of those old uh, really unforgiving games, you can just oh, really? like... kinda of, Yeah, apparently you can... It doesn't matter what game it is, it's obviously built into the emulation. Where flashback you can, yeah you can rewind uh, what's happened at so any you can... point which is kind of cool cause considering how hard some of those games used to be it might be more fun in some way R- R- but still rewind really 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 not worth not worth the money but uh, no.
2: we'll see what happens with that I mean it, it teases you in because you look on the downloads page and it goes game room for free and you think that's fine and then you get game pack 1 and game pack 2 for free and you're like this is awesome so far. Um, okay, <laughs> you download it all and you put it on. Then you get into the game, and all the game pack do is uh, games pack game packs do is give your version of Game Room the knowledge that they exist. Oh. Um, essentially, they're still locked, and you have to pay to uh, unlock, unlock the them. Oh, that's fine. On the plus side, the the execution is pretty slick. It's just the cost.
0: Yeah, I mean, it looks like much more sensible than like. PlayStation Home
3: <laughs> with the
0: yeah. cabinet. Everything looks more sensible <laughs> than PlayStation Home. That's true.
2: <laughs> but uh, you could double dance. That was the best. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell one half of your body to do one dance and the rest to do something else. That was amazing. Can you
0: not dance your avatars in a game room?
2: No, I didn't notice actually any control of the avatars other than seeing that who's about. Okay. Um yeah. Although that's probably the best bit, actually, is when you go to the menu on Game Room, your avatar appears on the screen in a funky retro fashion. So some of them will have them dropping in, like in pixel by pixel from the ceiling, or others will I have see. them sort of doing the robot onto the screen, which is. <laughs> undam- <laughs> so you get some dancing. Yeah. Very <laughs> retro. Oh, the robot! <laughs> you don't get the same level of um dancing awesomeness like you do in one versus a hundred, though. All right, yeah. We, we, the you, button we, to dance right? now. Well, you can do the running, <laughs> man. Oh, yeah, the You can't help but do that. Do do a little sort of, like, um, dancing sound effect.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: Is
0: that your David Brent dance sound? It is <laughs> pretty much, isn't <laughs> Oh, dear. So, yes, I've been playing some
1: games uh, this week. What? <laughs> yeah, we, better, we better talk about that, because we've only got, like, half an hour more of recording. No, probably more than that with the extra that we set it in. That approximately
0: yeah, let's until two hours,
3: just over half hour.
0: So I've I know I got Bayonetta last week, but I bought um because it was cheap. Uh Assassin's Creed 2, finally, uh-huh. which I've been waiting to play for a long time, like since before Christmas. Did you really play the first
3: though?
0: No, I didn't really play the first. I um played it. I think I rented it and I played it. And I didn't like it. Oh, was that um, because
2: you thought Altair was a knob?
0: Yeah, Antai has a massive knob. Okay, he is—he like,
2: he is a massive knob, not in the um, complimentary way.
0: Yeah, no, he. um <laughs> Well, that, that would be has a massive knob. How would you know? Is a massive, knob. I suppose. But, yeah, how would but you
2: know? <laughs> tell by his armor or something. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> My mind. What a large codpiece you
0: have, indeed. But, um, yeah, because at the start of the first game, the first thing you do, and you can't help doing it, is do I'll something you, completely oh. against the code or something, or you just do something stupid. And it's like, no, I didn't mean to do that. You, like, have control of your character up to the point where he does something ridiculously stupid. And then... What you mean, you get line you...
2: between, between uh, looking awesome and tarding out? Yeah. So, <laughs> kind I don't of know, like Mirror's and, edge.
0: Then, <laughs> and then you go back to your, like, your base, and you're, like, boss guys, like... You're a shit. You fucked up and stuff, and it's like it's not your fault, you know. It's just your character's fault that you have to play, and then it shows you all all your skills you have, and it shows you the you losing all your skills. <laughs> and the idea <laughs> one, is you have to go five, through one. the game and get them back. But I'm like, sod you! I didn't do anything wrong, and also well, know, like,
2: that's, but that's but that's kind of a gaming mainstay, isn't it? To sort of tease you with it and then rip them all away because it's kind of that's the Metroid thing, isn't
1: it? Yeah, that's true, but it yes, never. But... Teaches <laughs> In you, Metroid, to you It's not again. your fault. It's not your character's fault, really. It's like in Metroid, Samus gets blown up or something and then all of her power-ups fall off. Rather in this one, where it's just like, your character, totally not not in your control, fucked up really badly and you wouldn't have done that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And you never get a chance
0: to use those skills before they're taken away, so you don't know what you're missing. You just get to see that you're losing stuff. It's like, because like in some games they do that. Like uh that, the Force Unleashed was apparently quite cool. I didn't really play it that much, but you start off as Darth Vader and you just have all this awesome Force powers and you just blow the crap out of everyone and like chucking Wookies everywhere. And then you start as the <laughs> apprentice, and, and you have <laughs> to put
2: Chucking Wookiees sounds so funny. Yeah, well, you start. You, you literally do start on it. <laughs> that's and why you... it sounds so funny. <laughs> oh, really? sound of it,
0: Cause cause it, it actually it. sounds funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um mm. oh man, I saw this YouTube video of like a hinged door on a on a cabinet that sounded like a
1: Wookiee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> seriously that's just the kind of retarded shit that YouTube is
2: so useful it's better, for. It's better than <laughs> Jesus in toast, though, isn't it? Wookie's cabinets.
1: See if only if that's only true. back in whatever year it was, ages ago, there'd been the mobile phone technology for me to take a recording when we were driving down the motorway and we overtook a truck that sounded exactly like a Tie Fighter. <laughs> then I'll that on YouTube.
3: <laughs> well, apparently I, I a sound. I, like, I like the fact you, them the you like call them moat
1: <laughs> airways.
2: <It's> what? <like> He's <laughs> actually <laughs> moat airways. It's like a moat airway. Like, like it's remote remote airway. Remote airway. Oh, moat airway. Oh, like, okay. like we have airways. We okay, get okay.
1: the terrible, terrible pad now. Moving okay. on.
0: No, but stuff. apparently uh, the TIE fighter sound <laughs> effect was created by combining an elephant roar with um, with screeching wet tires. So maybe the 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 what the the truck, kind of
2: elephant did they use for that?
0: <laughs> it was apparently an elephant. I don't know. I might look that up again. The, I don't know. Do they, they like?
2: <laughs> I think I'm just trying to imagine how you make an elephant make that noise. Do you just have to get a really big shoe and stand on it or something? And it goes, oh, you know, they,
0: they make that trumpeting sound. <laughs> and presumably they took that and like pitched it down or something to make it yeah, long <laughs> low it's, <laughs> not, <laughs> it's, a, it's not literally just
1: an elephant sound. That yeah. Or, or an, an elephant
2: totally monged out of its head, just lying yeah. on the ground, going, oh, oh,
0: oh. Yeah. oh my head. Oh. <laughs>
2: So, Altair,
0: being a dick, yeah, so it really <laughs> yeah. annoyed me, but also, <laughs> it, it, was, it was really pretty, but uh, uh, the combat system kind of irritated me in the original, and also, like, you, it took a long time to get to the point where you could do, it all advertised that it was all uh, open world, and you could, like, run around, free run around these sort of cities and stuff, uh... And, you know, that looked really yeah, and cool. and then you don't have to get a City until you're about an hour in. No, exactly. So I was getting more and more pissed off with it. It kept loading. And, and I hated the whole... Because um, the meta storyline was kind of... I mean, it was interesting, but... it was. I mean, in order that It know, was famously was hard to get into the game. Because I was surprised
2: like, that that was revealed straight away, to be honest. Because I thought it yeah. was like the major twist. And I sort of knew about it before I got into it. But then to be presented with it straight off, I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah.
0: They have that straight up. (laughs) Yeah, it's really weird. So they have that straight up. So you're imprisoned and you have to go into this animus thing. And and, 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 uh, that meant that in order to load, as far as I can remember, in order to get into the game, you had to uh, load, you were at the title screen, and then you went in and it loaded, and then you got up from your bed, and then you walked into the Animus, then you selected the memory, and then you loaded again, and eventually you were Altair in the past, or whatever. So, in order to get into the game from a standing start, it took forever, and you had to, like, it literally It does take walk a while, actually,
2: yeah. It does take a yeah. long while, and there's an awful, there is quite a lot of story. Leading into it, which is not unusual, but yeah, it it just seems a little bit unskippable. You know what I mean? Because you actually have to do things.
1: Yeah. Apart from like the loading pause element of it, that is kind of a classic story setup where it's just like
2: you're going to too long though.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. The thing is, in it's the exact same setup in Assassin's Creed 2, but they they let you skip all that because they they trust you enough to know what's going on. You know. So uh, so when you put the disc in the drive, you can go straight into your. uh, your uh, you know, past memory character without having to sit in an animus and stuff because they trust that you know from the beginning of the game that you know the setup. You know, they trust okay. you, the, so, the so player, you've you seen it in the first actually.
3: game.
0: Yeah, you've it in the first game, but you also see at the start of the second game. It sets you up with a with so they explain
2: um, so they explain enough about the uh the actual story setup, but not talking about stuff that was repeated in the first game. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, you get a little flashback to what happened in the first game, the kind of meta story, the overarching story, and then you get uh, a, the the game starts again with you in the real world, but it's quite a sort of exciting sort of escape sequence thing, and oh, okay. um, yeah. yeah, so so it, so it sets you up there, and then um, and then you go into the new story of the new assassin Ezio, who who's in uh, this time, he instead of in. yes, he's a really cool guy. <laughs> He's probably quite cool, like, um, he's this kind of, um, he's almost a bit like of a sort of Romeo character in a way, if you think, because in, in, that's in Verona, isn't it, in Italy, but he, this is, you start off in Florence in Renaissance Italy, and he's kind of a bit of a, you know, he fights, he, has punch-ups with his families, like rival families and stuff, a bit like Romeo and Juliet, and, the, and he goes and shags the sexy lady and stuff and, you know, does all the sort of naughty things that he's not supposed to do. So he's a bit bow, of a bow, dashing rogue, but then yeah, exactly, but then his um, his father gets um, this corrupt official and like uh, uh, manages to implicate your father and uh, you know, kill, have him publicly hanged and stuff, and that's what starts off the sort of story of of Ezio, and he becomes an assassin, and he starts to learn but you know, because it, it, it's the assassins versus the Templars, that's the idea, isn't it? So the first game uh Altair is an assassin, and he's working against the Templars and trying to find these sort of, you know, MacGuffin things. And presumably you're after another MacGuffin this time in, the, um, in a different time period. MacGuffin! But anyway, the actual game, I mean, it's absolutely... It's absolutely beautiful. I mean, not only are the graphics really good, but the the subject that it's depicting is beautiful inherently, sort of um, Renaissance uh, Florence. Florence is a really beautiful city, and I've always wanted to go, but this is it at its absolute height or whatever. And uh, not the whole game isn't in... I thought it might all be in Florence, but there's other cities and... Um, I've just left Florence in the story and gone somewhere else, so there's various environments, but Florence is absolutely beautiful. And from the off, you are running over the rooftops with your free-running thing, and they've obviously really refined it to the point where it's really fun to... I'm,
2: I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Dan, but I might have to interrupt you here, because a small situation might be evolving at my house. Um, okay. <laughs> is the house on, on fire? Well, not exactly. Um, I've it's just been on fire. warned via the power of... Um, Silence but, um, <laughs> <laughs> that, um, that, that, um, Kippers may be returning with a posse? Is it, or is this a false alarm? Oh, I'm t- being told this might be a false alarm, which might have been a problem, you know, because he's, he's a noisy bastard and his friends are just. Yeah. Well, at the risk of, um, offending a lot of people, I will stop that sentence there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Yes. Um. (laughs) Yes. So anyway. (laughs) So, yeah, we might be interrupted shortly. Okay,
0: fair enough. I'll carry on Yeah, and um, so straight away from the off, you can run over all the rooftops, and you can pretty much fight as well from the off, but it doesn't really teach you how to fight properly until later in the game. So um, it's quite interesting because... um, uh, I was getting quite frustrated at first because I was like, well, how am I supposed to do this fighting? And you, there's not much chance of you dying initially. Um, but I was getting frustrated because I was getting hit and I didn't really know why. Like, literally the first thing you do is you're thrown into a fight and it doesn't tell you what the controls are. And you're just sort of bashing the the punch button or whatever. But um, it will gradually reveals to you that uh, you get more weapons. And uh, and you can then upgrade the weapons as well. Like, you... you um. Uh your tech guy, like Q in James Bond, right? He's Leonardo da Vinci. Yes. Which, is quite, which is pretty cool. You actually go and see him in his workshop and he'll, you know, upgrade the weapons and stuff. So,
2: and, uh, yeah, the classic marketing show was roof-trips. Ornithopter's Always.
0: <laughs> yeah, Ornithopter. Well, I haven't got to the stage where he's provided... I, I think later in the game there's, like, a hang-glider thing that I'll, I think, but... uh Oh yeah, that's right.
2: That.
0: No, you're right. Ornithopter, he did. He was into that as well.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you described that. You know, this, this Leonardo, guy, he was well into his ornithopters.
0: <laughs> he was. He loved those ornithopters. What is it? An ornithopter is like a a, a machine that flies in the same way as a bird does, but yeah, flying wings. winged yeah. motion yeah.
2: rather than you know, yeah, <laughs> winged movement rather than <laughs> propulsion right, combined with it? a static wing. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm starting to
0: enjoy the combat now because it's uh, it's all based on like counters and stuff, which is quite interesting.
2: Um, yeah, and no, it does get more satisfying. You you had the same problem in Assassin's Creed One actually because it starts out with you just mashing the attack button yeah. now, plus with the with limited ability to dodge, and uh, then eventually you get countering and it's like, yep, this is all piss easy now.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, it's pretty easy uh, once I'm... Now that I'm getting used to it, the countering thing, it's getting pretty easy, but I imagine it'll get harder when you get enemies
2: that are resistant to countering and stuff. And it gets to a point as well where they don't sort of... They do sort of certain extent have the old hack-and-slash problem of standing around waiting for your moment, but they will... um, Yeah. uh, You know, occasionally they will attack while you're in the middle of a combo, and it's like, ooh, crap, better block up. Yeah, 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 exactly. So that's cool. And...
0: uh, and yeah, and it's really pretty, and the story's going really, really well. It's like um, the, uh, they've got this kind of weird sort of pigeon sort of English with, with a bit of Italian thrown in occasionally, like saying things like sil- silenzio and stuff occasionally to add a bit of an Italian flavor, which could be really stupid, but it actually works really well. And there's some great in-jokes, like when you meet your uncle, you're like, who are you? And he's like, don't you remember me? its me, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really funny moment. Hello.
2: Uh, it's literally Does, does he Mario. have that high pitched voice or is it a little no, bit? No, well,
0: he says it fairly normally, but I mean, he says it in a kind of Mario way. It's a so it, it it's Mario. an obvious joke, but it it, it works really well. It's got quite, quite a good sense of humor this game, definitely. Hello! And, uh, it's
3: It's <laughs> a not
0: quite like that. But uh well,
3: that's yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> <How> <laughs> that's The <laughs> Mario the assassin. <laughs> yeah. oh
0: and some of the like uh assassination like animations are really like you've got these like hidden blades like in your arm or whatever, like just like in the previous game. But it's got various like and one of them I saw was particularly gruesome where he sort of shoves the hidden blades into the person's face. <laughs> it's really horrible. Yeah, so, so all up your face. What
1: it's time, a new time. time. Ooh, time
4: what is it? Food time. Ooh, what is it this
1: week? More mushrooms. Again. <laughs> I am not aware of the mushroom content of this food yet. I will probably report back in several minutes. This, okay. is, this
2: could be the running theme that we were we were discussing last <laughs> yeah. week. Like, what is that eating today? of culinary experiments. Okay. The I should experiments. be meeting and
3: listening in as okay. before. Eat okay. Eat fast! Eat fast.
0: So, uh, and I've just gone into, like, a dungeon bit, which is the first one I've seen,
2: because it's all, like, open world so far, because it's just, like, I'm going to have to stop city. you there, I'm afraid. I'm going to have to stop i because I'm actually mildly distracted by the fact that food was mentioned, and there's half a Subway sandwich sort of just staring at me. It's a, <laughs> Do you want to nom on the a, sandwich? No, no, I don't want to nom on the sandwich. I'm just sort to turn into a monologue, and it might not be that interesting. But <laughs> I'll stop waving the Subway in front of my face. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Too tempted, I'm afraid. Too tempted. Of course, mm. you know in, in podcast land that might sound a bit weird. Like, like there is there is actually someone here waving a sandwich in my face. It's not just happening. <laughs> it's not some poltergeist waving tasty sandwich. <laughs> poltergeist of Subway. <laughs> I tell you what, there are worse things to be haunted by.
0: That's true. That's true. You'd you'd rather be haunted by a pizza
2: pizza geist, though. I'd, I'd rather be haunted fresh. It's sorry, Subway yeah, but eat fresh. <laughs> Eat fresh. <laughs> <The> haunted fresh. <pets>. haunted <laughs>
3: fresh. Only the freshly dead may haunt.
2: He's freshly dead, so you don't get the you don't get the super stinky rotters. No, the, fresh uh, every day, new, new ghosts. That must be a bit must be a bit weird because it's like, hey, all right, who are you? Uh, I'm I'm I'm, I'm Steve. <laughs> How did you he die? Heart attack. <laughs> and then the, the next day it's the uh, flattened by a container guy, and. I don't know why Flattened by a Container was my next option there. I'm
0: going to just let you keep talking, because this is quite an <laughs> interesting concept. It's just, it's just, uh, I love the way you started that as well. It's like, it must be weird, like, when this happens,
3: like, <laughs> like it happens all the time. As if it actually happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course it does. Uh, freshly, freshly haunted.
2: Freshly haunted. Anyway. I suppose, does that mean on the flip side, that you get people that are only haunted by the really, really dead? Like the uh, what, like, not warm any more dead people.
0: What, like, uh, they've been dead for like 2,000 years or something? Or yeah, something like
2: that. that. Yeah. Although that might cause a bit of a language problem. Yeah, exactly. It's like, right, hey, mate, what's happening? <laughs> they can only okay. communicate by like waving <laughs> subway in your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they might see the sandwich and think it's food and then start, well, maybe the subway sub would be more like a club to them, so they'd uh, start <laughs> hitting me, o- I'd be haunted with someone hitting me over the head with a sandwich, but
3: <laughs> <laughs> so let's you have like a two thousand year old
0: Roman centurion who's been <laughs> h- hitting you over the head with a club sandwich. <laughs> the scenario or a club about, sam-
2: yeah. a club sandwich like a club. Uh. Ah. Boom ah. boom. I
3: wonder if So anyway, you got any questions about this game?
2: <laughs> well You interested in playing it? I sort of do and I sort of don't, because I did start playing Assassin's Creed One.
0: Right, um, okay.
2: And there was a distinct lack of sandwich hauntings. There was, yeah. I hadn't seen any uh,
3: sandwich hauntings. Like, even I mean, I'm a little the bit off-put
2: by the second one. And to be fair, I, I sort of got to a point where I'm, I'm not. Re- it's one of those games where I sort of understand it was good, but the PC port was glitchy enough to sort of irritate yeah. me too much. And uh, right, I haven't. It doesn't really draw me back in. Pirate a console game. And, yeah, it's maybe like, it does work better.
0: I mean, I don't know about the. Port, the PC port of Assassin's Creed 2, but I know it has that terrible DRM problem and you should never, ever buy it. <laughs> you
2: <know.
3: laughs> yeah.
0: You know about that, right? Do explain. Oh, they've got this horrible new DRM on Assassin's Creed 2 and various other Ubisoft games, and uh, you need to be connected to the internet in order to play the game, right? That, for a start, the single-player game. And then, to make it worse, if you lose connection,
3: it'll chuck
2: you out of the game. Okay? Oh, yeah, no, CNC4 has that problem as well, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. But CNC4, CNC4 doesn't, similar. it chucks you out, but at least it saves. Right.
0: Well, it, initially, they did patch it, but initially in Assassin's Creed 2, it wouldn't save you. Uh, so, uh, um, you've lost lots awesome. of progress. But then. I'll be course, honest, I don't,
2: I don't have so much of a problem with internet authentication, as in it's, it probably is the way to do, you know, it's the, the only sort of decent way to do proper pirates, anti-piracy techniques. Yeah. But, and, you know, it's not quite so intrusive as a as a rootkit, like, um, what was it? Uh, Sekirom and all that shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was pretty horrid. I mean, Ubisoft used that in the past, that's on um, Uh, Cell Chaos Theory has a uh,
2: Yeah, and EA were quite big protagonists of yeah. Sekiroam until recently.
0: But the problem, again, with Assassin's Creed 2 has been recently that, um, you had to be connected to their servers in order to be playing the game at all. And of course, people who were pissed off at this, pirates, or whoever it was, so- someone in the nether regions of the internet, of course launched a Denala service attack immediately on the Ubisoft servers.
2: So what Therefore, shape are the nether regions of the internet?
0: Oh, I dread to think what they look like. We don't want to go there.
2: Is it like a, an anime penis monster?
0: Probably just 4chan. <laughs> <But>, uh, <laughs> that, anyway,
2: that's the
0: they took down the uh, Ubisoft service so you literally could not play the game for like a week seriously uh, oh, okay. so uh they've they've come back and they have said oh we're giving you a free game uh, like as compensation for this but still it's pretty ridiculous
2: um,
0: but so it hasn't really well, worked
2: I suppose it's the only way they we move on is by people trying crazy shit like this
0: and that's, true, even, that's true
2: hopefully eventually a good solution will come out of it or they'll just use steam
0: yeah steam works fine so I mean the uh the valve you know, a uh, philosophy towards piracy is just really interesting. It's just to make it easier and, you know, because, and more fun to, to do it with by paying for it, you know. And uh, like they were saying that, like, people who are willing to um, spend all this money on having a fast computer, uh, they're clearly willing to spend money, you know. It's just yeah. they want the best service. And, that, and sometimes the pirates are providing a better service than the actual, um, like, like the music the
2: publisher. industry. Publishers. Yeah. Listen up, so, people.
0: Yeah, well, you know, Spotify's doing quite well. I haven't got an account on that, but
2: You know, I still haven't actually used it. I don't actually know much about it, but
0: Do you have an account on it? Do you have, no. do you sign up?
2: No. Nope.
0: You didn't, no. Well for I, I don't for, know what, what it is really. Oh, alright. Well for a long time it was a free sign up for um uh, it only it, it doesn't work in America yet, but it does work in Britain uh and it's uh, a streaming music service that has everything and it streams really fast and the only the only uh thing is uh you get occasional like radio style adverts very occasionally if you're playing if you're using the free service so between tracks okay yeah so you get the full track of whatever you want
3: to listen to you know you
0: so what is the uh, um
2: what what's the benefit of that over something like last fm which as far as i'm aware doesn't have adverts
0: uh, I don't know. Does Last FM doesn't have everything you want, though, does it? Because it only has a slight well, selection. No, it has to
2: be uploaded by the artists themselves.
0: And, right, um, Is that the
2: thing. Yeah, you sort of mark it as, I like this, and then it gets added to your customised radio playlist, is the idea. Right. And then you sort of say, you can listen to individual tracks, but you can't set up your own like playlists and things. Or Or you can let it choose songs out of what you've chosen that you like. Right, like but you
0: can't, like, say, I want to listen to this next, can you? Or you can.
2: You you, you oh. can, but you have to listen to it immediately. It's not like a, a full-on media player. There are limitations, but right. presumably they exist on Spotify Food too. completed.
1: Hooray. At this <laughs> time, I actually have a... I can tell you what this food was without having to just describe what was in it. <laughs> it was sort of mushroomy. <laughs> this one was pork medallions on rice.
2: Mm, sounds nice. Sounds like an innuendo. It
1: was not very interesting. It was just like, here's some chunks of meat, here's some rice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're just talking about... I'm going to uh, be very derisive of all my food stuffs on this podcast, aren't I? Oh dear. <laughs> my dad is like, if dad ever hears this, his <laughs> culinary skills will be in question. <laughs> oh no, what a disaster. <laughs> like, he's going to be listening to this on the way to
3: work. no. Nope. I think we're safe. <laughs> yeah, I, think, yeah, I think we're safe.
0: Yeah, I was just talking about Spotify, and I think you can make playlists on Spotify, and what's more, you can share the playlist almost like you share a, Used to be able to make mixtapes for your friends, you know.
2: More importantly, so we need to ask if Zach has ever been uh, ever been haunted by a sandwich.
1: Yeah, that was a fun bit of conversation. I sat down to listen to them as I started eating. <laughs> it was <just> like, what <laughs> fuck are they talking <laughs> about? Just so you don't have down. the
2: knowledge of how we got onto that.
1: I don't no, even I just know. No, I Before <laughs>
0: that. <laughs> we talk talking about Assassin's Creed, well, I was. <laughs> it somehow got onto waving. Oh, I know. Someone well, was waving. It was a combination of me knowing
2: I have a subway across the room, Zach so yeah. then going for food, which made me think of food, which made me think of my subway, and then having it wafted in my face.
3: Um... <laughs> Generally, not very sensible.
2: We're recapping our own 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not very sensible. It's
1: excellent radio. Here's what happened ten minutes ago on the... Well, I suppose they do do, do that on the radio,
2: though, don't they? They sort of just go, go. if you missed it, here's what happened. Joke.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, but you can't miss what we've just done, because you'll be having a file. Which will yeah, but be people playing... might have
2: just skipped ahead to the... <laughs> <little> <laughs> I'm sure. But like, they will, they, talking they, about will, sandwich they will
1: somehow know that this last section is much
0: more entertaining than all that other crap. Obviously. Well, they're obviously <laughs> massive fans of, of Zach, and they just,
1: uh, as soon as they heard him <laughs> leave. As soon as I'm like, not, as soon as I'm not here talking. So it's yeah, like, just be out. Honest,
2: yeah. He's the one with the biggest, standing fan base out of us all, thanks to his, uh, IRC exploits.
1: Yeah, go the, me mm. yes, I'm gonna get some, this, I'm gonna get this podcast and um, listen. Man, that is so awkward. I wanted to say views. <laughs> Sorry, that, that was like, like
2: the, the worst one-liner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going go to get this podcast of listens. <laughs> I wanted to say views, but it's not views, because you're listening to it. So it listens, but that it just makes it sound really bad. This so, is. anyway, yeah, are we yeah. done? We 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 probably need to be thinking about being done.
3: Yeah, how are we doing all the time? <laughs> I'm always done. I can't see the time from my thing this time.
1: It, it is one hour, guess.
2: 56 minutes, and 20-something seconds.
1: Yeah, we're getting there. Then so we've only got like fifteen minutes more if we want to use that. In theory, we should sort of probably try and aim for two hours.
0: <laughs> well, I think we're doing okay. Perhaps we should shut it down. What do you think? We've all talked about our games, haven't we? That we've been playing.
2: Yes. Yeah, and
1: then <laughs> the <sandwich laughs> this, is, this is the trouble. At the start, we say we're going to do the first section where we talk about games, and then that just turns out to be the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's there all is we no have. Other sections.
0: We don't. sections yeah. we don't <laughs> so, need any like other sections. <laughs>
1: It's like we call it a section, but then it's not actually a section. It's like, that's the whole thing.
0: No, that's the only question that is needed to drive our entire podcast, really. Because we can go well, into any random tangent.
2: We'll, well, we talked about this last week, though, but know we'll get to a point where... Um, we'll run out of things to we'll, well, To be honest, we'll, yeah, we'll run out of the games that we haven't talked about yet, because we've mentioned most of them recently. Causing a increased requirement in random, meandering conversations and less of a need for us to go... So anyway, back to what we were talking
1: <laughs> that might become a bit more know.
2: organic and here we are critiquing, uh, critiquing our own podcast so the, uh, the well it uh, is only the second comments, yet more excellent radio <laughs> well yeah but the, this means the non-existent comment section is not required because <laughs> <laughs> we've made exactly. all the comments obviously
1: ourselves. our hilariously bad puns are totally awesome
0: <laughs> that last <laughs> one wasn't even
1: <laughs> exactly a, that last one wasn't even a pun was it what was it what motorway? Oh
3: yeah it was just, yeah, but I'm <laughs> it's
0: just the,
1: was the way just... he said it yeah it's just was pronunciation. just in the fact no, that it was but... like because he was I, the way I saw it as a pun was because he was talking about like it, the TIE fighter and it, the TIE fighter would have been flying and I was thinking it's it like, like an, an air airplane motier apart from obviously a TIE fighter would have in space so it wouldn't
2: have been in the air so it it's not make sense. do you remember this that is... man we saw driving a four park once <laughs> that is <laughs> so unspecific. <laughs> I shouldn't have stopped talking. Again. Yeah, can you imagine yeah, the it. people would be so? I remember this one van we overtook on the road <laughs> <laughs> several years ago. Oh, yeah, you man. know it was it was like van shaped and everything. It was, it was,
1: Come well, on, spit it out. What was it about the van that
0: was interesting? It was, okay, it,
2: was, it, was, it was more of a sort of small lorry, shall we say? But it was a removal lorry that had on the back of it written "humpit removals." We'll hump everything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or something. <laughs> what? I do remember that. <laughs> Humping, it's just like, as far as taglines go, we'll hump anything. Is pretty bad.
0: Oh, I see. Hump as in, as in, yeah, like as in lift, on move, your move. back.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. To hump
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> my humps, my humps, my humps. Yeah, okay. oh, that song's terrible. Enough of that. I don't know. I <laughs> don't know what.
0: I'm getting really annoyed with the Black Eyed Peas, they keep changing, and, like, I can't decide, every other song I like and every other song I hate, like, My Hunts is obviously one of the worst things ever to be written,
3: pretty much.
2: Yeah, but weirdly I sort of like it because it's funny. Yeah. It's, it's one of those, it's know. so over the top and, um, butt filled that you just can't help but <laughs> <laughs> somehow enjoy Bob it. Rob likes the butt. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's no nice to mix a lot, is it, you know? It's it's, well, it's trying,
2: know. isn't it? It's, it's yeah, still it's trying. Fairly assy, yeah, <laughs> it's not quite.
0: Baby. <laughs> baby got back is pretty much the ultimate in the assy assy song. <laughs> <The ass-related> song. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> assy pop. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, I quite like that boom boom Pal song. I think that's yeah, quite no, that's awesome. That's oh, good. I do, I, that's I like, no, it's good. Yeah. I like it. Uh, awesome.
2: but I, I, and I do like. I've got a feeling as well, even if it oh. is just one big intro.
0: That's I really getting annoyed by that because I've heard it so many times, like every club, and oh, like so it's like I, I don't like my humps. I like boom, boom, pal, but I really don't like that's like, that a confidence. Uh, feeling.
2: You don't like your humps.
0: Sorry, I don't like humps. I don't like <laughs> things anyway. Not not in the uh, <clears throat> ugh, removal sense anyway. Mm.
3: Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: But, so, okay. I think we're gonna... We've talked about music, that was our second segment. <laughs> yeah, music.
0: But the complaining about the back IP se- segment is
1: now. No Are you beautiful. talking about butt segments? <laughs> 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 we have to have that every time. That's a regular feature. Butt uh, news yeah, of the week. <laughs>
2: uh, well, that is one of our themes, isn't it? A conversation where we always end. Well, you always claim that it's me that brings the conversation down to bum level.
0: I think it was this time, wasn't it? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, you're not doing yeah. yourself much <laughs> favours. Wait, was it, was it me? <laughs> well, I talked about my hump. Thought you I thought, I thought we somehow got onto. Oh yeah. And then oh, you. Oh no, that was me. Yeah, humpet removals, yeah. and then you started talking about black IPs and humping. Yeah, oh, just humps. And uh, yeah. of course, that that. So that's your fault, it have it? No. Yeah.
3: What you you started <laughs>
1: with the hump, remo- hump removals, which and brought that on to st- thinking about the music.
0: No, no, no! He started singing, uh, "My Humps," which made me oh,
1: think yeah. of FPS. Yeah,
0: so yeah. Anyway, uh, responsibility. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so I'm gonna wrap up this uh, second edition of the uh, Salacast right now. Uh, join us next time for let's more. Let's hope it sounds gaming. better than the previous one. Yeah, so let's hope the sound quality is improved. And uh, join us next time for more random. I just realised I can't
2: give a thumbs up in 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 audio. Are <laughs> you just trying to thumbs up <laughs> us?
1: Are you just sitting there like? <laughs>
2: Hopefully the next one, this one will be recorded a little bit and I'm sitting there smiling with my bum up and it's like,
0: genius. Okay. (laughs) So thumbs up
3: from everyone here and uh, catch you next time. Cut.